What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another fun-filled, chaotic episode of Spectator Mode Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Keith Mitchell, wearing a Mario hat because I need a haircut. And I'm embarrassed. So Dude, are you as bad as me? Because I'm, I'm going like I'm worse than you. Okay, because uh, I got a fro going on. No, there, so, no. Yeah. I, I, I go, no. To the right of me is Rob. To the other gentleman below him, acting like he's got this stylish haircut, is uh, Carl May Smart. And to <laughs> under me is... Matt Gitsilius, who thinks his hair is better than me. Here, watch this. Look at my well, hair. to be well, to look be fair, hair. I think, my gray hair's I think yeah, I want to like. I think yeah, yeah I, please, yeah, well, I please, see, you, like, you can go down to the supermarket and get some gray hair if I can remember, man. It's like no, I'm like, uh, is your I don't like, do that because like, I, do I got a, I got my fro coming back. Got the curls is pissing me off, and it's like I want to know how bad is anyone else got it right now? Like you got grays? Oh, it's not a big deal. I would kill. For some I don't gray. do it. I'm tempted to do it, but I won't do it just yet. I was lucky enough to get a haircut pretty close to when everything kind of hit the fan. So Dude, yeah, it's been like three months. What the hell? Your hair does not grow? Not yeah. really. No, it's been pretty slow. I mean, it used to grow really fast because I used to have like really long curly hair. It's super obnoxious. But now it just doesn't grow. And like it's definitely long now. It needs to be cut, but it's it's not as bad as it could be. No. So. so you should just shell your hair back and just be like virtually you're motivated. Like you won't oh, see God. the motivation. <laughs> yes. It's like, like a, a piece of Become- sludge. It'd be so gross. Yes. You'd be like, ah, <laughs> I'm the alpha and the omega. Yeah, we need hair. this to end so I can get a haircut. I, I, I do not feel comfortable going to a barbershop. I'm like, give me a haircut. I'm like, yeah, these guys are all coughing and sneezing. No, thanks. <laughs> I'll, I'll come back later. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, um, so let's go ahead and jump right into it because we got a lot of things to talk about tonight. And we missed yesterday. So today is the makeup show. And first and foremost, every beginning of the show, we talk about the games we played this week. I'm going to go first because it's going to be really simple. What did I play this week? Absolutely nothing. Wow. You uh What? <laughs> what? Congratulations! <laughs> you, you have you, your free time has been destroyed. Thank you. Between between uh, doing housework, working in the front of the house, working in the back of the house, um, work working me to the bone, which yeah. has been a thing lately, and it's driving me crazy. I really haven't had any time to do much of anything, and this it's crazy because I actually got a I, um preview uh preview code for the upcoming Space Sim uh, Everspace Two. Which they had at PAX East 2020. I didn't get a chance to play, but they sent me a code to check it out. And I wanted to dive in and play it. And I simply did not have the time. I literally have not played much of anything this week. I may have fired up the Xbox or the PC to play a game. And then I go, oh, I can't. I got other stuff I need to do. So I haven't played anything. It's It really sucks. Mm-hmm. So. Rob, what you got? I know you had some issues. Uh, not not <laughs> much either. I've only played one game because I've really only had the luxury to play one game. My PC died recently, so I had to like rush to Walmart yesterday and pick up some random gaming laptop. Literally the last gaming laptop that they had. Um, and it's not a bad laptop, don't get me wrong, but I've just I've had no time. I've been trying to set everything up. So the only game I have been playing is Persona because I am still going through it. I like... 95 hours now. Wow, it seems <laughs> pretty long. It's a, I've it's, never played it's it before, before, to be fair, so I've been kind of like sucked into it. I've watched nothing about it, no spoilers or anything, so it's just it's been a great experience for me because I kind of made it to be a great experience for me, and it's been kind of like the sole pleasure I've been playing for a while, so that that's pretty much it for me, and I've been having a great time with it. So Hey, nothing wrong with that. If you're enjoying it, I mean, I keep thinking about picking it up, but there, there are too many games on the horizon. It is a time sink. Yeah, uh, I ain't got time. All for the that. new stuff is great. Don't get me wrong, but 
Yeah. What about you, Mac? I've been playing a lot. I have been playing a lot of Hades. I actually been checking out a couple of indie games. So I've been playing a lot of Gordian uh, Gordian Quest. I've like a hundred plus hours plugging that yeah, game. Yeah, seeing you on there every time I do fire up Steam. I'm like, oh look, he's playing that game again. Yeah, it's a good. It's like I said, I love card roll likes. I've been playing that. I've been practicing some other. I'm playing some other fighting games that has online net code to see, you know to talk about things later. I played a demo for Neon Abyss. Um, what is that? That what is, is a, Neon Abyss is another roguelike. It's another roguelike shooter game. Shoot 'em up. It's uh, they have the demos available now on Steam. I played it. It had it's yeah, rogue shoot 'em up. There isn't much about it that's good. I mean, it's early access. I think the game needs a lot more polish, and this control scheme is not my favorite. Such as the left bumper is to jump rather than A is to jump, so that bothers me a lot. Um, there's no dodge mechanics, so you just have to like just move around jumps, and obviously the left bumper jumps a little annoying. Um, and that's about it. The demo only lets you play like one character and a couple of guns, so I it's think a, it has was what PC. PC, yeah. And what is that game called again? Uh, it's called Neon Abyss. Neon Abyss. Yeah, I played that a bit. I played a demo bit. Looks interesting. Uh, I played some Yaka Tarasu, Attack of Cataclysm. Man, that game did not age well. Holy I rec- crap, they're not kidding about the Neon. This thing is bright. Yep, yep, yep. I also played a, f- a free game on Steam this week called uh, Hell. Uh, was it Helltaker or Hellraiser? Let was see. Helltaker, yes, it was Hellraiser. Helltaker, it's a That's short puzzle. It is a short puzzle rhythm game about picking up demon waifus with good endings and bad endings, so it's interesting. It's very you said fun. Demon waifus, and now yeah, I'm demon waifus. interested. Yeah, exactly. It's very interesting for a game. Uh, it's free, so you can play it. It's very short. It's a you know. So I rec- if you guys are into puzzle rhythm games, pick it up at the guild. Oh, like I it. see why you're playing Neon Abyss. I got to the part where when evolving dungeon, pick and play the way you want. You must like that. Thank you. I like control of my. I like the sense of freedom of control of my game. So obviously that, and that's about it. Uh, I also mentioned we picked up Hades, and I found a lot of new stuff in Hades. Found some duos. I finally unlocked the sixth realm of the game. I finally managed to max out my relationship with Megara, so that's cool. Um, also, the next update for Hades is next month, June. So I'm excited to play much of it now, so I can have an idea of what the next game is going to be. And I think it'll be. They mentioned a new weapon. There may be a new dungeon. So I definitely want to see that. Maybe they'll upload the story bits I've done in between. So I could probably talk. Wait, to this game is still beta, though, right? Early access, yeah, but it's a lot okay. of content. Really, yeah. Like we, we talked about this before. It's early yeah, access. Still, it feels they're complete. Still going, they're still going. Exactly. Yeah, it, crazy. It feels complete. Like I have like I think what ninety. Let me check how many hours I have in Hades. I'm not even trying to be a jerk about this. I have. You have too much. <laughs> Eighty <laughs> hours in Hades. There we go. Nice. Eighty hours. Yeah. It looks really fun. I mean, it's... I almost picked it up when it was on sale. I probably should have, but. Yeah, it's twenty. To me, it's it is to me what I talk about. I talk about roguelikes a lot, and I like them. And I think this is one of the new roguelikes I can recommend to people that can play it and not feel bad about like, oh, I'm just losing all the time. I just get tired and frustrated because the game gives you so many ways to be powerful. They give you so much resources to be played the way you want to play or use weapons you want to use. It's like, like I said, this and Moonlighter are the two new roguelikes I recommend to people who don't play roguelikes because they can actually learn to play the game, get better at it. There's actually all the powers in particularly Hades are just good enough you can win with. Even the weakest god in That's my opinion. Man. You just need to make a column on the website every week about roguelites you should be checking out. Seriously. I do play I do play a lot of them. I should buy yeah, more. You do. But, yeah, I should probably buy them. But yeah, anyway, you know what? I'll make a video of it because I've been or talk about it later. But anyway, Hades, please get it if you can. Uh next update June. I'll probably have a full detail, but I'll beat it like a couple thousand times. Thousands times ago. What about By the way, I, 
Oh, wait, no. Before I go. All right, go ahead. Go before ahead. I go, I'm actually, this is how good I am at Hades. My fastest completion oh, is 28 minutes. Out. Oh, he's breaking out? No, you're bragging now, are you? I'm bragging. No, no, my, that's, no, I'm not bragging. That's actually the coolest thing I've done. I managed to beat in 28 minutes, and I have a streak of like 20 plus um, complete runs. I've been 20 times I just haven't died. Still going. So I, I definitely know this game. I know it. All right. I'm not bragging, but this is the coolest thing I've done. Anyway. <laughs> not yet. No, no. It was, <laughs> it, was like the, it was like a speed run. They beat the game like five minutes and then get, beat all, you, you know, games done quickly. That'd be awesome. I just love the way you phrase it. Anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Carl? Uh, I have actually been playing a fair bit. Wait, wait. Is that, is that Silent Hill? Because your camera's a little breaking up a little bit. Is that yeah. Silent Hill? Yeah, it's Silent Hill. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I do apologize if my camera quality or something is breaking up at this point in time. There's probably issues with my internet as per usual. Interwebs. Uh, I have been playing, uh, played my way through Saints Row the Third on Switch. Even though I should be playing a remaster soon, I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, I actually got back into playing the good old Nintendo 3DS. Oh boy! The other day, I saw that post. Games for it. <laughs> can you can you do mine yeah, as well? You, Way over here. You want to send it to me? I'll do it. And send it back. <laughs> I'll see it in just two months. Pay, just gotta just gotta just gotta pay, pay for postage. That's all. <laughs> yeah, it would cost um, me like the entire the, the basically the price of the 3ds to send it. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> like oh okay. Yeah. yeah yeah I I did I did some some naughties to the to the 3ds and. Uh, now have access to things that we shouldn't. The actions uh, and or by, by this individual are not sanctioned by the Outer Haven. Whatever he says is on pretty, him. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. And once again, we get to blame Nintendo for shutting down their servers. You know that oh, lovely yeah. digital, uh, that lo- lovely digital service that everybody loves so much. Yeah, this is when it becomes problematic when a company decides to pull the pin on the servers and you don't have access to stuff anymore. Funny story. So I was <laughs> on the Nintendo Entertainment Podcast, one of our other podcasts, and mm-hmm. one of the topics was one name one thing you hate about Nintendo. And of course, I went off about the online servers and everything they're doing. So check that one out as well because I have some strong opinions about that, which echoes yeah. what Carl just said. It's garbage. I'm surprised you yeah. haven't contacted me how much they intend. I could go on a history of all the bad things they've done. Well, we can only <laughs> pick one thing. One <laughs> thing? Oh, I would just say... Yeah, and we, and we, and we, and we, try, we try to keep this at least under an hour and a half of podcast. Master. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Let's, let's just, let, how about we just go with general practice? I told you, we can, do, we can do specials. We can do specials about <laughs> stuff we hate. Nintendo. <laughs> Why do we hate them? Do you have a year? Do you have a year? <laughs> like... <it's> a <laughs> Yeah, God. But, uh, but, no. but yeah, but yeah. So with the the servers shutting down and everything else, I went and did some things to my Nintendo 3DS that allows me to do stuff that I don't need their servers for anymore. Uh, which is, you know, both highly well. It's not illegal to do what I've done. It's just illegal to have what I have on there. Good times. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, I'm still not touching. Final Fantasy VII Remake because I just keep running out of time and every time I go to play it something else comes up. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I really want to get back into that but uh, yeah, just other stuff just keeps coming up. Mainly it's just been, I think it's because now that the uh, the fiance, she has a Switch as well. 
are sort of, I'm more inclined to sort of just like, we just lay in bed in an afternoon and play Switch next to each other type thing. So it's like, oh, isn't that I'm, I'm, spend, I'm spending, I'm spending more and more time on the on the Switch these days. Like again, I played through Saints Row Three. I'm now on the Saints Row Four. Uh, I got the SNK Tag Fighters thing that I've, I've got to play through, uh, and I've got a review code for SNK Gal Fighters as well from the Neo Geo days. Oh boy, to, interesting. To give, that a, to give that a go as well. So. Yeah, lots of stuff coming up on the Switch, and not so much uh, playing much on anything else. But yeah, it's at least I've been able to actually play games. It's the good thing about this whole isolation thing, at least in my end, is that it, uh, being this a, needs a, to a, be over. I, I need it to be over. Well, I'm, I'm a mature, I'm a mature age student. We're doing all our learning online at the moment. So, I need it to be over. Seriously. Because oh. of because because of the isolation and the, the focus we've been able to put into everything, uh, we're actually like two three weeks ahead of all the coursework. So, thankfully, I've got stuff in on subjects that still have about three four weeks left to go, and that means I get extra days off to sit down and just play video games. So we can call you a nerd, but not really because you're just gaming the system and playing, doing what you need to do so you can have more time to play games. Exactly. Okay. No, you're still a nerd. Nerd. Anyway, I had to do that. Oh, motherfucker, you're on a podcast about video games. You can't call on nobody a nerd. Geek. Geek. They're different. All right, but that's going to jump into the topic. So we've got a bunch of things we're going to talk about this week. Uh, first one, obviously, as you can see, if you're paying attention to the YouTube, and, for those, can we count? it's the Epic Games showing off the Unreal Engine 5. So... Yes, yes. We we kind of figured they were going to do this. Every generation, they come out for a brand new gaming engine, and Unreal Engine 5 is their latest step in their Unreal game engines. And of course, they decided to show it off with PlayStation 5 hardware was an interesting choice, but not really, because Epic Games has been working with Sony for quite some time. And if you actually watched the stream, there was a lot of people going back and forth saying PlayStation 5 is already won, Xbox Series X is garbage, PC is garbage, etc., etc. Of course, these people also forgot the fact that they said, hey, it's coming out on everything. So I was like, that wasn't very smart of you, but whatever. But what I want to do is talk to everybody here, obviously, and see what your impressions are of the game engine. Um, For me, I thought the reveal was... It was it was uh, it was interesting. I'll put it that way. It was interesting to see it in action, to actually see it other than hear about the rumors of the engine. Um, I did come away imp- impressed, but as I watched it more and more, I was like, well, I've seen some of these things already being done in other than game engines. Um, an example would be Dreams from uh, Media Molecule. They actually were doing a lot of things that they were doing in the Unreal Engine, yeah, Unreal Engine 5. Um and some of the technology seemed very familiar, but obviously the new engine is taking things a step or a couple steps further and doing things bigger. Um, they also talked about the new technology that's in this actual game engine. So I, I went and did some reading, and apparently there's a technology that was used in the game a while back called um, Microvoxel, which is similar to what they're using in this. So it's not like they came up with brand new stuff. They actually took stuff that existed before and named it their own thing. Okay, that happens a lot. I'm not going to say they copy, because that's that's what innovation is. If somebody does something and you innovate and you call it your own, not a big deal. Um, I was kind of frustrated in the end, 
when they were like, this is PlayStation 5. This is going to push PlayStation 5. PlayStation 5 is going to be this and that. And then they come out and say, well, this was actually a 1440p at 30 frames per second demo. And I'm like, that's not very encouraging for the PlayStation 5. I mean, everybody was dogging Ubisoft saying this this engine for uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla was crap because it could only run at 30 frames per second. But it, it, that's not the entire story. But we're not talking about that right now. Overall, I'm glad to see the Unreal Engine 5. I'm glad to see that Epic Games is still pushing it. Even if you're not a fan of Epic Games and the whole Epic Games Store stuff, their business practices are completely different from their technology and R&D because they do some really amazing yeah. stuff with their game engines. They do some that great stuff. Yeah. And then every now and again, they actually do something that makes us go, wow, like put out GTA 5 Platinum Edition for free. <laughs> they free stuff. They said they were going to keep giving people free stuff. And yeah. <laughs> It's, it's hey, that I, I, hey, I've, I've been wanting to get that on PC for a long time, so I can mod the crap out of it. Now I just got to wait. And they gave the they gave you the premium edition for free, with I don't, some money to use. I don't know. Money. I don't know until they have Thomas the Tank Engine like destroying half of you know Vice City. That'll be oh yeah. sorry, Los Santos. Then you know it is what it is. Um, the oh, engine wait, looks. Wait, wait, let me go back. I'm not done yet. Wait, let me finish. And then you can, you oh, can take it after me. Come on. One oh, more it's, thing. It's, it's, we're going to talk about it. It's chocolate vanilla. One more thing. One more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Go. Boom. boom. I got to say again, to so everybody who watches this podcast or eventually will watch this podcast, you really got to stop this shit about this looks better on this PlayStation 5 versus Xbox versus PC. Because you. this is a third-party engine, guys. This is something that almost, we'll say... 50% of gaming going forward we'll probably use because we're moving away from the they're from the proprietary game engines where more and more open source engines are becoming available. Epic Games has has since dropped the price of licensing this game of its of his, uh uh geez, can't talk game engine. Unity has become a lot better. There are a couple other open parties or open sources game engines that are doing much better stuff than proprietary game engines. So you're gonna see a lot more of this moving forward. So the fact that it's an open source third party engine should tell you that this is not going to be a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Stop your shit. Please stop. This is getting really annoying. And if you want to do that, at the end of the day, I'll throw in my complimentary the PC is going to blow PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series out of the water. Shut the hell up, please. Uh, I will say, though, it's not like they made it abundantly clear that it wasn't PS5 exclusive, even though they said everything was <laughs> PlayStation 5, PlayStation 5, over and over again. PlayStation 5 exclusive! Yeah, but I mean, anybody who's familiar with the industry knows that everyone uses Unreal Engine, so it's fine. But still, it's just like, you know. There's very clearly some kind of backdoor partnership that's just saying you probably shouldn't say the words Xbox during this entire 40-minute presentation. And it was funny because everybody kept asking that question. Eventually, they were like, yeah, it's coming out for everything. But, uh, wow, Todd, another uh, person on our website, can't talk now, geez, also mentioned that it's also going to be available for the Switch. Now, that's not something they mentioned during the uh, the presentation. Yeah, exactly. So that's glad to see that it's also going to be available for the Switch because Unreal Engine two was two, four was available for the Switch. I don't think three was three point five was three wasn't four was and now five will be as well. Yeah. Okay, I'm done now. Go ahead. Cool. I thought it was kind of impressive, but it looked like something I've seen before. As you you know, you demonstrated it's like it's to me it would look it was like looking at another version of vanilla. It's not. It's a great improvement, but not as much as I expected. But again, we're kind of hit that point where. 
I'm excited to see what this engine can do for different types of games, particularly action games and adventure games and storytelling, because I want to see how the facials of the blah, 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 works. That'll be great. But yeah, this engine looks great. And yes, it was a conspiracy on the same Microsoft because that word's poison. We all know it. Um, yeah, and I'm glad everyone's going to get it. So I, too, can make my own Unreal Horror masterpiece and put it on Steam and charge $10 for it. Call it uh, the Outer Haven Horrible Experience featuring Matthew. Oh, $10 on God. Steam. Oh, and I, everyone can get it. So, you know, no, but all seriousness. I'm very, this engine looks impressive. Um, I'm very excited to see how this will test for online play. Because if you maybe, you open this, Keith, even even when Unreal 4 was at its peak, people still were using un, the Unreal 3, Unreal 3.52 engine for multiplayer games because it just couldn't run well. Well, yeah, there's a couple reasons for that. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, exactly. One, one of the things I didn't mention, which <laughs> I, I, you reminded me of, is yeah. the fact that they also incorporate into Unreal Engine 5 that it's easier for you to take your projects from Unreal Engine 4 and move them over to 5. Ex when yes, 3 exactly. was out, it was hard to move your projects to 4, so you pretty much finished up 3, tried to backport it over, and if you couldn't, oh well. So this is good. This is also interesting because right after they announced Unreal Engine 5, uh, what game what, what game got delayed? There was a game that got delayed until next year. Guilty Gear Strive is yeah. on 4. It's now delayed right after the announcement, which makes you think they're moving four to five. That's a possibility. As you mentioned, the backtrack can be easily ported, as well as Guilty Gear Strive. I'll probably save it later. It's I'm glad the game got delayed because, again, the beta of it was not impressive. And the best they can do is minor improvements to the game better. But now they have a whole year. They can make, instead of improvements, they can revamp the game. And that's the way that I'm looking game, at it. Was that game slated for PS4, Xbox One, or next gen? Just uh, PS4. Just, just PlayStation 4. And it probably eventually would come out to the, for a PC as well. Most of the Guilty Gears do, but they always come out exclusively for PlayStation. Yeah, they come out for PlayStation in like a couple of months with like a, a patch or a, an update. Then that person gets the PS. I mean, the I PC think it was also game. going to arcades as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good old Because if, if they're moving over to UE5, um, if they might just port it over to next gen and just not even bother. But I mean, it depends on the deal, but most I can see that happening. The, game, the game's probably too far along for that to even be considered at this point. So true, well, that's true. the interesting thing. That's why I was like, wow, this this delay all of a sudden when the game says late 2020. But when you think about it, we're in May right now. We're what two weeks away from June. So we're halfway middle of the year. Mm -hmm. And that game was probably going to drop anywhere between September and October. So yeah, it, it's interesting that now they got another six, seven months to do development. And it likely, like I said, we'll move over to Unreal Engine 5, which is great. It can only benefit because 5 is is uh, backwards compatible with all the current generations now and going forward to the next generation. So, And I, I think this will help... Oh, sorry. No, I'm done. Oh, I was going to say, it also helps on a lot of independent developers or mid-tier developers who are making Unreal 4, and they could just like... If they're making Unreal 4, and they want to make that extra polish switch to 5, they could pay the cost, and it, get, it could help the game look better, which could help them in sales. Because sometimes, as you mentioned, 3 to 4 was a crap show. That was a lot why a lot of multiplayer. Yeah, it was nearly impossible for most people. Yeah, and and it was like it was one of the reasons why I was when uh, a lot of multiplayer games were out during that time period. I remember, they just couldn't do it, and he just I was like, why are people making games on Unreal multiplayer Unreal Three or Unreal Two? It's like oh, because you couldn't four. So yeah, it's it's good. I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to see it. I'm glad it exists, and it's a PS5 exclusive, of course. Stop it! <laughs> Damn it! Stop it! That's the next topic. Next can, I, can I can I can I say just one quick thing about the Unreal Engine? You can say it's whatever so, you sort want of this, the, the graphical engines in general. Um, 
like the whole thing, as you said earlier, Keith. You know, uh, turns out that the PS5 demo was what uh, 140, uh, 1440 p. So 2K, 2K. So 2 2K running at 30 frames. You know, I really wish that they'd stop pushing this. Oh, we can play it 2K. It can play it 4K. It can do this. But the graphical quality overall hasn't changed that dramatically. No. You know, they, they keep just inflating these numbers so they can sell new TVs and new monitors and shit like that. Yeah. You know, where, where, where they really need to be focusing nowadays is getting that frame rate stable. Well, you know, so having, have, there's no point in running something at 2K if it's running at 30 frames. You know, if, if you're running something at 2K, you should be running it at some 60 or over easily. But that's the problem with that. It, it's it's if you had said this to me seven, eight years ago, I would agree with you. But this is not like it was back then, and we're kind of splitting hairs now because we've got so many different platforms on the market. You you got your Nintendo Switch, you've got your PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. That anything above 1080p, depending on the game and the developer, struggles to run at 60 frames per second. And I agree. And I wrote an article about this a while ago, and I still stand by that. 60 frames per second should be the minimum any game should strive for. Any Correct. game. No and more on 30. Any, none of this 20. None any, of any, any platform. It doesn't matter whether... Well, maybe Switch, because maybe it, you know the processing power might just only no, be No, there. I don't care. I'm sorry. That was but a like, this, 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 this new generation, the PS5, Xbox Series X... It should not be running at anything less than sixty frames. No, not and, at all. And, if, and if it is, then there's a big, big problem in the way it's being programmed or the way it's being built. Now, I didn't want to make it this conversation, but you make some uh, valid points. And mm. when you come down to 1440p, there's only one console on the market right now that runs at 1440p, and there's only a couple of games that can do that, which is the Xbox One X. PlayStation Four does not do that. And you can only play Xbox games at 1440p if you have a TV that supports VRR or variable refresh rate. And only Samsung TVs support that. Yeah. And I got a chance to check that out. And they run fine. But when you see, when you say this, you have to be specific. When you say we they shouldn't shoot for this. You are you mean consoles, right? Not PCs. PCs are PC, part of the equation. No, even, even fucking PCs. You know, even, even 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 P, even PCs, they they the minimum benchmark for a PC should be 1080p with 60 frames. I would I would like okay. to say that that is for PCs. I'm glad. But the thing but the thing is, like I and this has come from from very recently. Like I've been doing research in the 4K televisions and stuff like that. I look at them. Yeah, they seem the quality does seem a bit higher. And then I go and watch something like Terminator 2 Judgment Day, a, a, the latest re, remastering or whatever they've done to it. I watched that with 7.1 surround sound on 1080p television the other night, and it fucking looked exactly the same as it would have 4K. There's a reason and for that. And I've seen the 4K version as well. What were you going to say, you Rob? Know? I was just going to say, I'm glad you brought up PC too, because there was a story that came out. Um, I forget who said it, but like... A little while after that demo came out, there there was somebody who literally came out and said, "I have this this RTX 2080 laptop 
that is running the UE5 demo at 40 FPS at 1440p. The Chinese developer from Epic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so it was. it's literally just like, you know, any kind of talk about whether the PS5 is going to take over PC or not is, is always oh. conjecture. It's not, it's not true Look, at all. You know? PC is always going to be, the PC is always going to be a superior flat, platform yeah. because you can upgrade the technology as it comes out, as Keith loves to do. Now, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you because the second topic for this show was going to bleed into that, which was Team Sweeney, Tim Sweeney, not Team Sweeney, Tim Sweeney saying that the PlayStation 5 is going to push the future of PC. So we can continue to talk about this topic because I wanted to do those in segments, but we're already on it. So go ahead. Yeah. And stop making fun of me because I upgrade my PCs. I mean, the only point I make was that just like it just validates the point that it just doesn't matter. You know, the the specs being better on a PC or whatever, like as long as the game is optimized for both platforms, then, you know, it wouldn't theoretically, if it was, it wouldn't be a problem because it would just be a better game. You know, the game quality matters more. (laughs) That's what it always boils down. But but that's also like my, my whole thing as well. Like, I'm seeing the way that they're pushing, like, the innovation on consoles is, oh, it can play in 2K, it can play at this resolution, and it runs. Okay, I don't care how big of a resolution that you put it on, because all that means is I have to go buy a bigger television. Yeah. And, frankly, I can't be bothered doing that. Whereas, I could sit here with my current monitor, which is a a 37-inch monitor, and I can get a 4K output onto it if I want. You know, whereas if I try to do the same thing on a TV, it's going to go, no, nah, you might as well put 1080p on this one. You know, uh, but again, like PC, PCs and consoles are always going to be two different things. For some reason, consoles seems to be going, hey, you can play it on a bigger TV in a higher quote-unquote quality, which is actually higher than what the naked eye can actually watch. And if you look like me and wear glasses, everything over 1080p is fucking bullshit anyway. Whereas, P- whereas, whereas PC turns around and goes, okay, what are we going to do? Well, we're already pushing max graphics out of it. We can already get frames well above 60. Hell, if you're not pushing 120 frames on something, a lot of people are bitching. Uh, so what are we going to do? I wouldn't go that far. Not 120. 60. <laughs> you, you know what I mean, though? Like 60, yeah. 80 frames is about normal for a PC player. Um, but it's like, okay, so where can we innovate on PC? Look at what look at what, what, what um, Nvidia has done with ray tracing. That's an upgrade. I rather that is a, that that is a graphical upgrade. I'm, I'm sorry, but in the in the terms of what you can see and what you can get out of a game, out of visually, ray tracing is an innovation. It is something that has actually started it pushing is. pushing graphics into a new new level whereas just going hey i can put it out at 2k 4k whatever that's not that's not pushing it yeah that, that's that's being stagnant adding numbers because hey numbers yeah it was how many really try cool. how many triangles did that demo have as the fucking meme goes i you mean know? i'm not I gonna, very I, similar to at the beginning of last generation there was this big focus on like um because I think there were a lot of arguments with stuff with, like from what I remember as a specific example is Black Flag, um, where it was like kind of one of those like games from Ubisoft that that was like finally being optimized for PC. It's not just a port. This is coming to PC as its own thing. Yeah. We're doing this whole team that's going to de- de- devote time to this. And this there was this big deal about how, you know, they, they were like including like God Rays 
higher shadow quality and like stuff like that like those were like big deals because it was it was like a genuinely new aesthetic feature to a game that hadn't been seen before like that's the stuff that's like okay and it's genuinely interesting that you're showing this thing to me like the parts that i saw and then in the unreal engine 5 demo that i thought were interesting were like the 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 many particles and rocks falling at the beginning that they showed and like and like the fact that like you know like miniature details on stuff is like just there for you to see that you you know in other games before like if we take like uh final fantasy 7 remake for example there are a lot of spots in that game where you're walking around and if you if you stop and look at a specific spot in that game it looks like mud like yeah. there's there's some doors at the beginning of the game that just look like they didn't even bother to put a texture on and there's a lot of other stuff that's like kind of like got like the blurry pre-rendered backgrounds and stuff like that like there's still plenty of stuff in games now, which a, a lot of like Final Fantasy VII Remake is still considered one of the greatest looking games so far in the last like couple of years, and it is. But like you know, there, there's still stuff that's like in some in some sections. Yeah, in yeah. Some, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, but when you get into some sections, you get far off shots. You can tell it's a two D background. I'm, I'm waiting still, to see yeah. that when it gets released on PC if that still stays in the game or if they, they yeah, get upscaled. Like, up, yeah, exactly. Um, and it, it just to me, it's just like you know. Whenever it's something that is aesthetically different that we haven't seen before, it's worth mentioning. And there is some stuff like that in the Unreal Engine 5 demo. But, like, a lot of the times, like, when people are talking about, like, the frame rate is 10 FPS more on PC than it is with console, then That's it's like, not wrong. That as long wrong. as it hits a benchmark and stays there, as long as it doesn't dip to, like, 20 FPS and it looks like you're watching an old film, then we're fine, you know? It, it shouldn't be as big of a deal when we're oh, talking yeah. about like, specs and anything like that, you know what I mean? But, but, that, but that's the thing. That's the way gaming has become over the years. Is, uh, and this came especially true when uh, PC gaming really started to take off yeah like as, like as a graphical as a graphical medium and the ps3 and the xbox 360 came out they seem to be this big push towards how it looks and the graphics and everything else how the frame rate is this that and the other over just creating a good game yeah it's like yeah and that's that's one of the things i i actually accuse square enix of doing like back in the 2000s early like a lot, a lot of games they made that were not the big it's just trash games it just look pretty and i'm like i never me i'm not into graphics so much as you hear me talk i talk about gameplay i talk about design i talk about frames i talk about how smooth it plays that's more important to me than graphics in some aspect i like a game has to look good don't look like crap but at the same time it's like oh it gives 10 frames better i can see the actual air that the, that you know the, that you know the main character can fart i'm like why we'll have to see that i don't care well, okay. <laughs> no, that, that's when it comes to graphics. It's, that's what it sounds like. I can, like, oh, I can see the rock pedals in the shadow. Is it well, sometimes or... subtle elements like that can make or break a game. You like um, Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, when you, when you saw, yeah, we see when you saw the subtle elements, it's like, wow, this gives the game a bit more realistic realism. And I agree with you, though. There are games that do require that. Cinematic games are great games. We're going to see a lot of that in the upcoming Cyberpunk 2077. We're going to see a lot of those in Ghost of Tsushima. And they can make or break a game as far as as far as far uh, immersing you in a game. But I agree with you. Graphics are not the end-all, be-all in a game. Gameplay should always be first and foremost. But not everybody remembers that. Not all the developers put that in perspective. The great yeah. ones, the good ones are doing it. Indie developers are doing it. But yeah. along the way, most of the time, some of the times along the way, these developers forget about that and they just go, numbers, more numbers. 
No, yes, you all, a lot of you here accuse me of being a graphics whore, and I am. I like to see big numbers. I like to see pretty graphics, but I don't go and say, hey, this game is great because it has no gameplay. You know I love my gameplay, and I will call out a game if it has shitty gameplay. Yeah, I mean... You can have like, the best graphics in the world, but if it plays like crap, hey, this game is shit. Yeah, basically. Um, there needs to be a compromise. There needs to be a happy oh, yeah, compromise. Yeah. My, my thing, too, is like to me, like like some graphics like artistically don't, don't do anything. Like, for example, unless a game has subtle storytelling or is designed to do that, me seeing like, oh, the leaf blew in the air and tickled my main character's nose and fell on the ground. I'm like, that means nothing unless it was a fight scene between two samurais. You know what I'm saying? With an air is Oh, that's a five-star game. Come on, come on, man. Big brain. But it's that's the way I look at it. It's like, is it artistic for artistic sake or it has a meaning? If it's artistic for artistic sake, then it means nothing. And that's that's why I look at some graphics like, oh, this is pretty because I outdoor. All right. But let's get back onto the topic of um what Team Sweeney said about the PlayStation 5. And I think a lot of people took it out of context, myself included originally. Um, and basically what he's talking about, he, he's, he's, he's very excited about the technology in the PlayStation 5 solid state drive, saying that other manufacturers are going to look at this and go, wow, we need to step up our game. And we don't really know much about the PlayStation 5 solid state drive other than the fact that how much you can push. And if you're looking at bandwidth, it's not that much impressive than what we have right now. And even afterwards, Samsung came out and said, hey, we got this solid state drive. And if you look at a pure number to numbers perspective, well, it kills the upcoming PlayStation 5 solid state drive. But obviously, there's a comparison being drawn by Tim Sweeney, who was a developer. And I followed him my entire life because he worked on the Unreal Engine and he worked on Unreal Tournament and other games from Epic Games. Yeah. And I think it's very childish of him to do what he's doing right now, which is he's comparing a closed architecture to an open architecture. There is no way in hell a PC can emulate what a console can do in terms of hardware. The console is made for one specific reason. They have specific parts. They work in a specific way, and you can't get around that. You can program to the bare metal. There are certain things you can do directly on a console that you simply cannot do on a PC. There's only one, one, one console, one build. That's it. Everything is the way it is. On this console, that console, the console in Timbuktu, the one in freaking China, they're all the same. You can have five people in the room and each PC is completely different. They can have the same parts from, from different manufacturer who made things differently with a different PCP who did things completely different. There's no way to compare those two. But yet he's coming out saying, hey, this is so much better than this. But yeah. you know that that's not cool, dude. It's also like I don't, I don't know what Tim. Maybe, maybe Tim is doing cocaine. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. I don't know. Maybe he's back in the '80s. But um, it, it made no logical sense when I was reading this. Like I'm not a tech guy, but like this sounds logically stupid. This sounds like somebody has been doing some cocaine. No, I get it. I get the excitement, but yeah, exactly. Again, like, yeah, oh, it's but it's like the wrong you, way. Yeah, it's like what are you talking about, man? It's like come on. It's like. You know, oh God, I don't know. I don't describe I mean, it. As much it's... as I love my PCs, and I, I, like I said, I will be honest with you, hundred percent. I'll tell you that the te- what they did the Xbox One X when they talked about it originally before it came out I was like, wow, this sounds really freaking great. This sounds freaking awesome. They can do this directly, awesome. But then when you when you finally get the Xbox One X out and you play games on it, and you go, well, huh? What's the difference? 
Exactly. exactly. Like, what is it doing for me differently? Nothing. Exactly. Because the onus at that point falls on the developer to optimize it. And if right. they're making it for several platforms, then maybe they don't have time to do that. And so it just turns into, okay, we're going to get the slightest buff in graphics or whatever. Like, even games that are, like, uh, like very primarily made for console. Like, uh, I don't know, the biggest example for me was when I played Kingdom Hearts 3 on my PS4 Pro. I, I was like, there's not really much difference here. The frame rate is slightly less chuggy in some spots. Like, it's really just like, and I, I'm not playing on a 4K TV. So you would think that it would be able to be improved even more because it's not trying to upscale to a higher resolution. No, it's just kind of the same. It's yeah. just, it depends on how far they want to optimize it for a very specific platform and and, and what that's going to do to make the game better. It's just like, you know, there's... There's not much difference there. Most people are, or most developers are not even going to bother to do that. So, yeah. And, and like, it comes down to that right there, Rob, is an important argument or important um, statement because you still see it right now. There was a conversation on, um, what was it? I think it was, was it Red or, or we say, or one of the two. And they were like, what is the most beautiful looking game you've seen this generation? And a lot of the answers were on PlayStation 4. And it's like, well, those games that you're 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 replying to or putting in there are games that were developed by first party studios who know the hardware. You're not going to see this with the exception, with the exception of several third party studios. You will not see that from a third party company. And I say this because if you ask me today what is the most beautiful game I've ever seen on a console, it's Red Dead Redemption 2. Hands down. I can- I can argue. I can. I can see where you're going with that. I there's a couple of games I feel are pretty, but again, I trafficals. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But it's that like game is, is, it looks great. It plays great for the most part. Uh, it's a phenomenal game from a third party company. Granted, Rockstar doesn't put out a lot of games every generation. They put out what two games a generation? How many games they put out this generation? Oof. Uh, Grand Theft Auto One. Five. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh God, how Jesus Christ! That's yeah, it. I think they only put out one. Yeah, yeah. I think it's one. You, 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 you can't. You can't even classify GTA Five. Exactly. No, no, it doesn't count. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, that's. Yeah, they didn't even add any enhancements until like a couple of years later or something like that. No, I shouldn't say that. It was. It was about a year later. That was, that was when they added in like. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So that's that's the whole point. I mean. L.A. Noir. How do you spell it? Noir. L.A. Noir. Noir. That came out this year, but that's a rematch. That's a 2011 game. Like, yeah. 2011 <laughs> game, yeah. So they only came out one game, and that's what I'm talking about. They they sit there. They painstakingly sit there and work on a game until it's the best it can be. That's an example of a third-price studio that knows the hardware. And there are some, but not many. So yeah. when you go back to say, hey, this console is going to push – the future of PC gaming. I kind of don't buy all that completely. There is some merit in that. There is, and only be, I say it's only because when it comes to software, is this true that ray tracing is on the PC? Not not a lot of games take advantage of that, and not yeah. not a lot of games take advantage of that um, in an optimized way. Mainly because one, to get ray tracing on a PC, you need uh, a, a Nvidia RTX card, which are damn expensive. Or you can buy the cheap brand, and then you have problems with performance. Not to mention, ray tracing right now halves your performance. So for most games on the PC, running ray tracing is all oh, looks pretty, but do I really want to sacrifice my performance? 
consoles are going to push and, that. And the, and the only the only time where you know ray tracing doesn't really kill the performance of the PC is Minecraft. Yeah, you know Minecraft or um, it's not that bad in control, but other games it's yeah it's it's very bad. But that's exactly my point. Consoles they're they're either going to be hey ray trace enable and it runs at a decent frame rate or you know, maybe we're not going to run this. And maybe developers are going to go, well, maybe ray tracing is not viable. Or then again, they could get it to the point where, hey, we're able to get this game at 60 frames per second. How did you do that? This is what we did. Okay, we're going to do this. And whatever they learn on optimizing the consoles are going to also hopefully apl- be applied to when you do it on PC. Now, I'm going to shut up after this tech, this TED Tech Talk. There's a difference here. They're using ray tracing on PC from NVIDIA. And you know NVIDIA is not doing the consoles. It's all AMD. So they're using AMD's R... I say this wrong. Is it RDNA2? Which are... Because if you're using NVIDIA uh, graphics cards and consoles, they'd be requiring a driver update every three three minutes like they do on PC. Yeah. But the way the way AMD does ray tracing is different than how Nvidia does ray tracing. And so the ray tracing we're seeing in consoles isn't exactly as powerful, I should say, or as the one in, in in um PCs, but at the same time, there are no cards right now from AMD that do ray tracing for the PC. See what I'm getting there? Isn't it yeah. also that ray tracing is, is both a software and hardware configuration? So yeah. some graphics cards like RTX can can do it well, but like because I remember there was conversation about a Switch game that had ray tracing in it or something like that, and people were wondering like, oh, how does it do that? And, and apparently the argument was that there's a software version and a hardware enhanced version of of ray tracing that you can create. So, so there's a good example of that as well on the PC. When the RTX cards came out, it was the, the talk was only these cards can do ray tracing. So then everybody kept bitching at NVIDIA. So NVIDIA went back and they were um, ray tracing on the GTX 1080 cards. But they were like, this is software. Hey, what's up, Ruby? We see you, buddy. Ruby's in the chat. They they came out and enabled it. And they were like, all right, this is how it works on this card. This is how it works on this card. And games with ray tracing with the 1080 were like running at 10 frames per second. So this was NVIDIA's, hey, we told you. This is why it's not going to work in those cars. Obviously, NVIDIA is the one who did the driver and everything, so we don't know if that was actually the jet or if they were just pulling our legs. But it worked. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to wait and see if this actually helps push the future of PC gaming. And it will. It actually will. But I'm not going to go and say this will blow PC gaming away because there's always a gap. There's always a gap. Sure, the PlayStation 5 and Xbox One's, Xbox, One, Xbox Series X come out, and <laughs> Maybe the gap the gap will narrow. The gap will definitely narrow, or maybe it gets maybe it gets closed completely. But then, as you alluded to beginning the uh, during this segment, we can always upgrade GPU. We can always upgrade motherboards. We always upgrade chipsets. Always upgrade. Uh, yeah, it's like cards. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's newer memory. It it happens. PCs are modular. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. It's definitely it's. Carl pointed out, you can always a PC as you pointed out, it can always be constantly upgraded. A console set until they make a new version, and then that's it. It's like that's why I scratched my head when I heard Sing Solo. What is he? Is he Unless you're Sega. You Unless you're Sega CD 32X. Oh, <laughs> that was that was a long time ago, man. You do that. That that was a long. I was modular a long consoles. Ago. That's the thing that needs to come back. Oh, I, I, I see dollar sign. I, don't, I see dollar. Nobody needs to do that. 
No, no, no. I don't Nintendo go 64, back. that memory the memory module you put inside the console to give it more RAM. That needs to come back. <laughs> uh, that was freaking awesome. That needs to come back. Hmm. We'll, again, we'll, we'll just have to wait. We'll have to wait. Buy memory. I'm on, I'm on to buying more extra crap for my console than I need to. That's I'm excited for, for the next generation of consoles. Don't, don't ever say that that I'm not because I, I totally am. If anything, again, I'm a hardware nut. I'm a tech nut. I'm a gamer first and foremost. I don't care where the game is. I'm going to play it. So, yes, I'm excited. I don't buy the bullshit, but I'm excited. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, let, me, let me buy that extra memory card. Oh, God, the nightmares I had back in my youth. Roby's, gosh, <laughs> PCs are so complex. <laughs> my <laughs> diet consists of dust coming out of the back of the Xbox. Your diet is inhaling dust. My friend, you need to get on, uh, I don't know, something other than that. That's not healthy. You need some uh, some canned air and clean out that console, I think. <laughs> yeah, my diet because it's so good. Yeah, you've been living. No, no, I have, I, no I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like, as much as they say, you know, don't op- open up your consoles and do stuff to them because it binds your warranty or whatever. Well, they don't last 12 months anyway. Um, <laughs> a lot of things, like even I'm ready to do it with, with my stuff. Um, I get a can of compressed air probably once every three to six months i clean out my pc completely the, the amount hey what's up colin sorry about that um and i'm about to start going through and doing my ps4 and xbox i don't recommend anybody open up their consoles but candare is great you should always do that or vacuum yeah. them oh yeah yeah, yeah. Vac- vacuum or candare or something like that if you are knowledgeable enough to go inside a console and open it up safely then by all means go and do so uh don't just sit there and watch YouTube tutorials and think you know how to do it because that's no, bullshit. Don't. Dust is um, the enemy of any electronics. Dust, dust, dust is an enemy, and uh, from what I've seen, I follow a few um, uh, like PC console repairers on the TikTok. Yeah, I have TikTok. Um, TikTok around the clock, you don't stop. But they, but they, but the guys. Do the console repairs on there? They open up these things and they get caked with dust in the yeah, intake fans, the CPU coolers, and the amount of shit that they get out of these consoles. If you can find any way to clean your console safely, do so because you you don't have no idea how quickly this happens. I will say this, and I really wish more companies would come out and put a disclaimer out saying, hey, you need to maintain your consoles by cleaning them out, by putting some air out there, just some can air every so often. Especially if your consoles in in PCs or in gaming entertainment systems or TV stands where the air distribution is like smack on its sides into the back. It's like, you know, when you have fans that are in the back of your console and they're shooting heat to the back of the console and then... You turn your console off, and there's nowhere for that air and stuff to go. That yep. stuff just goes right under, brings it right ne- back ne- in. Never, like, never, never put, never place your console inside of a cabinet, a cl- enclosed cabinet, or anything like that, where the heat can get trapped and where the dust will settle a lot quicker. It is have it, yeah, have it up on a shelf, a wide open shelf, like my ones are uh, in those little. I've got those little three tier. Uh, cheapy shelves you get from like Ikea or whatever. I've busted the back out of them and used them to put my consoles in so they have plenty of air coming through at all times. I clean them out every three to six months. You know what? People people take care take care of your consoles and they will last you a long time. You know, this Very is true. Like we should issue to the game uh, to Microsoft, to PlayStation, whoever else makes a console. Why not make a hatch or something that you can just clean your console out of? 
I would actually deeply appreciate yeah. it. It would be awesome. And also, thank yep. you, Connor Adams and YouTube, saying this is a God tier podcast to listen to while gaming. Yeah. Thank you. We're glad you're enjoying it. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, I mean, is- my paranoia, yeah, my paranoia consoles, and I was living with my brother. We actually uh, bought an extra chair, a, a little chair to Why hold out. A little chair, like a wooden chair, to hold our PS. I was in PS, PS, PS4. PS, PS4. That sounds living with them. And we put that PS4 will be under a plastic tray, and then we're done with the PS4. We'll unplug it and throw a towel over, it, clean that wow. towel. That, because we were afraid of getting dust and crap from whatever the floor was, or how dry the air in our house was at the time. Okay, yeah. so there it was like that's how paranoid we were about getting it. And no, but, 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 that, but that's good though. That's good. Like you, that's actually taking care of the console. And this is what we do every yeah. other every other week. That's how we throw it out, washing a new towel. We will clean around the edges of the X, make sure it's like it's fine and done. Because yeah. we know we've been playing games like six plus hours. So yeah, good time. That's crazy. Just, now you just need to find those intake vents. There's a can of compressed air, and you'll blow exactly, the yeah, dust exactly. out, and you'll be fine. We would take the, my, wor- yeah, the worst. My- the worst thing I've seen on the on these cleaning videos is. People who get cockroaches in their house. Oh, oh stop, yes. Stop. Stop. stop don't know. Then they get in the no. console. Oh, oh God. God. Yeah. I remember no. there were, it was like, either the PS3 or the PS4 was like notorious for that. Where PS4, like, the PS4 is notorious due to the heat heat distribution so being not, crazy. not all that great. Oh, God. This is now this is now the stuff of nightmares. Thank you. We weren't <laughs> talking about this. You love it. It's, so so can we move on from the ni- nightmare of uh consoles to the nightmare of reissued games? Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, we're going to move on to our next topic. How about that? Uh so we're th- we're moving from from talking about roaches and consoles to samurais in our video games. The upcoming Ghost of Tsushima for PlayStation 4, which I'm saying is the swan song for the PlayStation 4. Not The Last of Us Part 2. I think this game is a swan song. They finally showed us some gameplay footage. And one, yes, they, they did do better than Microsoft Xbox. Yes. Two, holy shit. Yeah. I am a fan of these games. This is everything that I wanted Sekiro to be. And then some. The the mechanics in the game are amazing. Uh, riding a damn horse. We got another game of horses in there. Um, the action. So you can play as a samurai with an honor system, or you can play as a ghost, which is basically a ninja, and say, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to wreck everybody's face. You have different fighting stances, something that looks like they took from Neo. The armor also influences how you play. They actually have different attributes, so it's not just cosmetic. It will help you or hinder you, which is great. The world is vast. It looks amazing. They didn't say anything about the frame rate. But no. I really don't care. It looks no, exactly. Good. Yeah. It looks. I mean, all the footage was off the of PS4. So, yeah. I I cannot wait. I, am, I, am I the only one here who's excited for this game? No, I'm deep, I'm, dude. I'm, I'm, dude, this is my top. This is this is come on. Samurais. I play. I love Onimusha. I'm a huge samurai nerd. Long from a couple couple hours about how much samurai manga and everything. This is gonna be my jam because I finally feel like I have an amazing choice between stealth. Stealth gameplay, which was Sekiro, was mostly about, and Sekiro as a game was very defensive compared to other Souls-like games. It depends like, how you play it. <laughs> it depends how you play it. It is how you play it. And plus, it's also made by my boy Sucker Punch. They have never disappointed me. Never. Never. Okay. I, inference Rosie... is average at. Inference is average at best. 
Roby says he's not looking forward to this game. It looks it did not excite me. It looks kind of Ubisoft. Okay, See, I get uh, that. That's yeah. fair though. Wow. It's fair. very much like if you kind of beat Ubisoft to the punch and made a feudal Japan Assassin's Creed. <laughs> like they pretty much did. They pretty much it, did. It, it looks good. It but looks if like you look at it from the top, like especially the um the world system, the map system, yeah. It looks like yeah. something you would have saw in an Odyssey. But yeah. to be fair, though, it looks very like genuine. Like it's their own aesthetic. Like and, and not only that, it's like it's very much like if you were to make the comparison traditional Assassin's Creed compared to like the RPG systems of Odyssey and and all the new stuff. You know, it's very much like if you were to make the comparison, it's more traditional, and um, it's gonna gonna just focus strictly on like stealth and, and, and combat, and not necessarily like having to manage better loot and things like that. Yeah. Your level or whatever. So yeah, or jumping. Jumping off the top of a building to find an area, you know, it's annoying yeah. after a while. It feels like it's taking a lot from Neo, but at the same time, not being as overly complex as, as Neo was. Because Neo is a very deep system, but holy crap, that game is complex. If you don't yeah. understand everything, you just stop playing. Yeah. It also doesn't yeah. off like mystical vibes either. You're not going to be fighting any like monsters or anything like that, anything beyond like humans. No. Uh, as far as we can tell, we haven't seen everything, so I don't know. But, what do you want no. to say, Matt? I was going to say, like, Neo, I mean, how I feel about that game. That game was not fun to me. But I beat both. The second one was definitely not as good as the first, and the first is not good to me. So I will tell you this. I was a big fan of the first one. I ordered the second one, and I saw a it's lot a, of gameplay footage. I was like, nah, I can't play this. If you play the, sec- my the, game. Se- the second one tries really hard to be more of an a- more action-y, but it does it wrong. And that's the feel about it. They made a lot of bad decisions. And it's too. still overly complex. It's still complicated. It's I call it fake complexity as someone who plays a lot of fighting games or whatever. What this is actually fake complexity. It's like, oh hey, look at this cool complex thing. No, you're just all you're doing is just moving this here to here. You just instead of making peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you just put jam and and bananas. Think you're a sandwich. That's disgusting, and you're a horrible human being for trying that. Roby, oh. in that interview, I think I saw that one. Um, I think what they were trying to get at is they were trying to make the game something that was something that everybody could grasp and also play it the way they want to play it. Um, Sekiro, as as uh, Matt was getting to, he said it was defensive. I said it was I was it depends on how you play. It can be aggressive, but that game is definitely was definitely made to be at a slower pace. There was no holy crap! I'm going to rush through this unless no. you really, 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 really good at that game. That was never happening. Unless you, can dash, many, unless you can dash cancel parry, good luck. That's all I can say. There were too many segments in that game where, no, you you literally had to stop and take your time, or you were not getting past certain things, including certain bosses towards the end of the game where you had to literally focus, or you were not getting past those characters. Yeah, which give a very different. Which is the software team did a very good job of making Sephiroth feel completely different from Dark Souls compared to Bloodborne. Bloodborne didn't really feel as different from Dark oh, Souls. I love Bloodborne. God, I love Bloodborne's it. a good game, but it feels very overtly too similar. And that and that's the one thing is I don't like about a lot of Souls like games because they all kind of feel kind of the same. I want to feel a different experience, but that's a whole different argument for another time. Yeah, but yeah, sec- yeah, but yeah, Ghost Ghost is going to be fantastic. Five stars. Looking forward to it. I want to live my samurai dreams. Hopefully, have some cool. I'm looking forward to the fight mechanics of it. Well, now I'm I'm conflicted because I I originally took off a week to play The Last of Us Part Two, and now I'm like I don't think I want to take off of that game. I want to take off for Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> I got to use those vacation times. I mean, COVID nineteen's pretty much killed everything because I'm already at home and I can't go into the office. So I'm sort of kind of on a vacation, but I'm totally not. Also, the hell with IT. I hate IT. Um, yeah, I hate IT. Yeah, I don't know. 
I, 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 there's not a lot of information about this game out there other than what we saw. But God, I really want my hands on this game now. It look like I said, it looks beautiful for its design. It has. It looks like from the gameplay video I remember watching a couple. I watched like twice. Like the interface seems to be less junctured, like an Assassin's game, because the problem with Assassin's game, their interface is just so, uh, you know. I'm totally so, playing as a ghost. Screw this honor system. Nope. Screw that. Oh come on! You don't want to die like you will die for the honor. Man. I'm done. I played Neo. I don't need more honor. I'm killing everything in sight. Don't care. All right. Don't care. Well, like I said, I'm looking. This game, looking forward to see how it's done. I'm definitely more interested, in my opinion, of the combat mechanics. Is you know, being able to break things like that down. And I'm really, really interested to see how this game makes you feel the character again, because like to me, an important aspect of the game, of any good video game, is the makes story you, and gameplay. It, yeah, story and gameplay, and makes the player feel like he's not playing a game. Where they you showed us like, some of the story trailer not too long ago. It looks, it I looks like a classic revenge story. Yeah, it looks like a classic revenge story, at least from the story we saw. But I definitely look. At, this is definitely like my game. I'm gonna probably throw my life away for. I mean, I put eight. I got a hundred hours in Guardian Quest and eighty in Hades. Why not put an extra hundred in this game? And you know what? I really hope this game has some kind of rape or replay replay value. I will say this about Sekiro: as much as I love that game, and as much as I played through every Dark Souls game and Bloodborne game at least twice, I can only play Sekiro once. Yeah, I it was very it was very linear. Yeah, I could very, not do it. I tried, and I was like, nope, and I'm done. Yeah, because I always like I always loved the combat, and I always like wanted to go back to it. But like every time I would consider it, I would always think back to like, okay, well, I've already beat the game though. And so it would always just be like, all right, well, I don't really know what I want to do per se. I can go yeah. fight again, but I know how the fight works, so it's just going to be. Hmm? Yeah, know. it was missing so much. The, the online system was a big component of Dark Souls and and Bloodborne. That's not there. And again, the encounters. Once you know the encounters, that's it. I mean, you can say this thing about Dark Souls as well, but there's always a little bit more in Dark Souls you can go after. Again, you can run through the game with a buddy. You can go online PvP against people. There's also the amount there's of weapons. Here. There's also a bunch of weapons and builds. You exactly. Can Different builds. There's just one thing you can do in, in this game. So yeah, like I, I said, hope it's very that linear. this game, I hope that a Ghost of Tsushima gives us the experience that we all want at Sekiro. And I think it will. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we were going to talk about um, Tony Hawk, but I think we'll go ahead and talk about the other one Oh, Tony Hawk is going to be great. Don't, don't I don't want to talk, we do want to talk about it, but I want to talk about Evo. I want to, I want to hear your comments about Evo. So, oh, fantastic. So, as many people are aware, Evo is a fighting game championship that takes place every year. And unfortunately, this year, it's not going to happen. It's, there's no more online or no more on site because of COVID 19. So, they switched it up to an online only event, which frustrated a lot of people, but made a lot of people happy. I think Matt's on the fence here, and he's the fighting game guy here. I I don't do that as much as he does. I'm on the much. fence about it because the games they chosen for it. But that, but let's get to that real quick. So yeah, most of the games that were originally picked are still there. The only difference is Super Smash Bros. Online or Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which has crappy online netcode, was kicked out because of the, because of the online because of the netcode. And this is something that fans have been telling Nintendo for an entire year. Please fix this netcode. This netcode is bad. Please fix it. And Nintendo's done nothing. So the, the people that run Evo only made their logical choice. They kicked it off. And surprisingly, there's not a lot of people upset about that that I'm aware of. No, no, they're not. There's nothing they can do about it. I mean, they're, 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 it's, it's, it's true. <laughs> they were like, this game, we agree. This game has bad netcode. So what happened is... So the 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 eight main games are still there. 
um, the Marvel 2 tournament, we think is still there. They said it's in there, but they didn't make a name change. We don't know if it's still Marvel 2 or not. Um, and they added four new games as side tournaments, open tournaments. Side so tournaments, we, yeah. So think it's back. Mm-hmm. Yes. Turning is back. Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath is going to be there. Another game that didn't make the cut. Uh, the My Little Pony. That's not I'm what my, fighting, my, I'm fighting, I'm fighting I'm It's yeah, back. Or is in for the first time ever. It's in, yeah. So that game went through a lot of ver- adversity to get made. So I'm glad to see that game made it. And Matt, the last game. Tell us the last game. Mike Z did it, baby. Skullgirls. Skullgirls is back. I say that for you because uh, you love so you love that game. Uh no, I no. You used <laughs> to love that game. I love uh, it. I look, this is what happened. This is my opinion of the game. I used to like it when I was playing it on stick, but then I haven't put it on stick while well, it plays horrible on pad. Uh when you find more and more of the games are actually insanely obnoxious. It's about there is not a lot of TODs or proper kill combos, just long resets, so nothing. Like there is no difference between a cerebellum long jump loop combo to a parasol loop combo. They do the same exact damage. It's just execution. That's all it is. It's not impressive anymore. I right. I don't I like the game just burnt like I mean stuff. Anyway, yeah, I'm up the Evo Online is a good idea. I'm glad that it's, you know, they put in games to sort of be there. But at the same but, time it's like, but this one perpetrator that's there. Ah. Uh, you know, I'm talking about. We're talking about like there's no S- where's my SK boys at? Where's you uh, know, show? Where's really? Sam show for? You, yeah, you can't Sam be show happy for? that KI made the cut. You can't be happy for them. That game is trash. Oh my god, no! That game is trash from conception. Oh no! From it's from launch. We had th- we, I, I believe for one entire meta and a half, we had Thunderhawk killing people with unscalable throw loop damage in a combo. That's all you heard. It's like G effing G. That was good games. Get out of here, man. Yeah. Think that game is decent. That was a good. I'm not gonna that argue is, about it because you everybody's decided on opinion. I think that's one of the better fighting games out there. Better, yeah, better, yeah. It's better to play one hour unless you play it competitively. It's trash, yeah, yeah. Why don't you go play, you know, Power Rangers Battle of Grid to talk about? Oh, look at that game. That game didn't make it for obvious reasons, so we won't yeah, talk about exactly. that. Game. Exactly. So, in my oh, opinion, boy. I'm surprised a couple of SK games didn't get it, at least in the side tournaments. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit confused that Capcom was able to make it a Capcom Pro Tour because that game has spotty netcode at best, and I'm really afraid of that. Like, oh. wow. You know, you know, we can't go one podcast about Matt Trash and Street Fighter Five. Every, yeah. se- every new season, new trash. That's what I call the game. But I, um, I, agree with you and I sympathize with you, but I'm sure they threw a lot of money. Oh yeah, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, so like they this did. Game, Come on, you like, know they did. So there's no way like, that game is not going to be there. I'm, like, I'm just super. I'm just super afraid with people with certain connections. I know some people are running uh turn- online tournaments doing lag tests, limit tests, tests to play. But I'm like, I'm super scared if someone's playing Udian online and Udian's a very intensive combo character and it drops. It's like drop your age reflector combo. I guess I might as well die. <laughs> it's so, interesting though. I was expecting to add another game in place to there, but same here. Yeah, I, was- I guess. I mean, I, I said it before, so, uh, Tekken Seven and Soul Carver Six. I, I think Tekken Tek, Tekken is a, Tekken is good netcode. Tekken needs there. to be there. I don't think Soul Carver should be there, but no, I'm a, and I'm surprised that Tekken again. This is always Mister Wizard always smacking at least one non Capcom game in the face a year. I guess it's Namco's turn to get smacked in the face. Um, Tekken should have made it in my opinion because that game has been do- that game revived itself. It's people still yeah. playing, even though people oh, yeah. are upset. People are so upset about the game. Like Fafgurom is ridiculous. Um, Leroy's been toned down, but he's Leroy. You can't fight that brother. I mean, there's some. I mean, they need some patches. The game is 
even with the game's gripes, he was still playing and still giving positive feedback. Yeah, Tekken is solid. Tekken is solid. Dragon Ball Fighters is, is, has, has redeemed itself, I believe, as well. Yeah, exactly. I want to play it again. Yeah, see, the new assist system they put in it, it's like, I, I love how they added so much complexity to it. So there's less people trying to X-copy, which one thing I hate about some games, like people just X-copy, but whatever. But uh, I don't, like I said, this evil, I'm, I'm surprised, and SNK games didn't make it there. And I mean, SNK, like, you know, Garado Online has great netcode. Sam Show Spore has that great netcode. Last Blade 2 has good netcode, because they installed rollback on it. I'm like, uh, but you know, it is what it is. Like I said, I'm hoping for anyone playing Entities Tournament, you know, you have good internet, that you don't play a character that's you know we're gonna have to start using the online the online it's tier gonna list. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting I just tournament don't. for sure. So we're gonna see fifty Kens, <laughs> fifty Kens wake up DPS, Kens of God online. Oh God. I just oh my gosh, it's, I just, it's interesting, it's so unbelievable to me that you can have what was voted on as one of the greatest fighting games of, of the year or whatever, and, and like it's just that There's bad not being there insane to me i mean I, i've harked on it a bunch of times and i'll yeah. say it again. it's just so bad and i just don't understand how they could have made it this bad nintendo i mean they they like a lot of the times just kind of put you know like online stuff into their games or whatever and it doesn't really matter like stuff with like splatoon obviously nobody's gonna worry about the net code of splatoon when you're playing a multiplayer game like that game's gonna play out pretty much the same regardless of if you have like a couple seconds of input delay or whatever. not seconds but you know what i mean you know but, i also i also want to say something i i also don't think it's just the net code I, I gotta be honest i also think because the way the game plays and because these tournaments are set within a certain amount of time smash matches can last a very long time. True, I that's that's very true. I, mean, I don't I, think they wanted that either. But the it, same it, thing. It, but the it, same it, thing. Yeah, the like, same thing. Say about Guilty Gear matches. Like a Guilty it, Gear match can last three minutes of people not pressing a button. Well, here's the thing: a smash, like a full smash set, could be like twenty minutes. It could have been to time. It that's twenty one minutes. Yeah, very, that's crazy. Yeah. For, and, it's, and it's not even a grand, it's not even a final, like winner, final, lose, final. But yeah. exactly, so that could have took forever. And it's like it's a game of fucking footsies all over again. That's not a bad thing. It's but getting back to Netco, like footsies. I have it's a, not a real fighting game anyway. I have a so. question. Maybe somebody can answer. I never thought about Square. Lulls. Did yeah, Nintendo focus? Did Nintendo work with anybody in regards to this game online? No, no, no. Nintendo, so it was pretty much themselves. No, Nintendo, Nintendo did make this game. It's a cash grab. People forget it's like the community turned into a fighting game. It was never meant to be a fighting game. That's yeah. the, that's the, that is the best way to describe Smash. Not an insult, but it's fact. Nintendo made it to be a cash grab. The people love the game so much they turn it into a fighting game and that's their fair. credit cards. That's fair. And we I mean, can also argue it's not a fighting game, but is, we're not going to do that today. It's very much cheapening mm-hmm. it, but like at the same time, it, it is a party game. So it's not like supposed to be, you know. And well, it's a fighting party game. That's and like I said. It's it is, is what it, it is what it is. It's a game that has again like a tech whatever. I think it's like the community transformed its purpose, and because and Nintendo has never intended that purpose. So that's why they don't care about netcodes. Like whatever, it's leave it. All well, right, it's, so it's clear that they've at least tried, but at the same time, they just don't care. You know, yeah. they really just put it uh, out. And like, they'll continue to put out the characters because. In and of itself, Smash Ultimate is a really cool game because of all of these characters from different franchises that are coming in, and it's like and it's, it's something that's very rarely done before. But it's do you about, think Nintendo yeah. will fix it? You think they'll after this? You think they'll go back? And go, you know what? Maybe we should go back and fix this. I mean, I don't think so. No, no, no. God no! Probably Nintendo not. actually fixing something? No, never. 
Yeah. Not this year. Well, and it's Wait, like, why, why, why bother doing that when they can wait till the next iteration to fuck it up again? And the uh, thing is, too, is like they, they can consider it maybe with all the backlash and stuff, but like they're not really losing much to not have it in the Evo lineup. Exactly. They're not. They're, you know? Like Nintendo is well financially secure with Smash and its Spider Pass DLC and all that. It's like, this is not to us. Finding yeah. her need to be there so they can finally get some notice. And I'm probably thinking about probably checking the game out because it only ha- currently it only has six fighters, and that's pretty low for a fighting game roster. Sick. Yeah, they need, they need yeah. to call it's Early Street Fighter Five days. But it's a side. Oh. Thing, <laughs> it's just, wait, it's wait, just even though concerned. it's not in the main tournament, it's just nice to see it there. That's it. Just for everything that the game went through to be made. Even if yeah, it never shows up evil again, it, it, they can say we were evil once. Yeah, sure, I mean, and, and that's and that's enough. That's enough to get a game credibility, to be honest. Like to give it to turn around, and have something, especially something like so weird and different as them's fighting her. Just, you know, it gives the game a bit more credibility than it would have had. Well, the only way the, the only way it would have would have actually sold more or been received better is if fucking Hasbro didn't turn around and hit the company with a cease and desist. Yeah. You got to keep on winning. That's the way I look at it. You got to keep yeah. on winning. Uh, all right. Yeah, we, 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 actually, we, get, we get Mortal Kombat 11 with the release of Aftermath and all that this year? Aftermath will be there, so I'm assuming yeah. when Aftermath comes out uh, you know, globally, I guess they'll be able to play it. I Mortal Kombat wasn't on the roster. No, yeah. it made it. Besides it, made it, it made it. Though, um, though oh, the Mortal Kombat community... Yeah, uh, the Mortal Kombat. Yeah, the Mortal Kombat community is having some issues recently because Sonic Fox is like, "Y'all all free," and I'm fine with that. And oh yeah, he has some choice words. We're not going to talk about that, but he has. Oh, some choice the, the sad part is, is like he's good at he's good at games to get among against the political. But it's like it's sad because the Mortal Kombat community, most people I've seen that's also they don't care about, they don't like the game. So it's like it you're good at a game that no one really kind of likes. That's a horrible feeling to have. It's like. It's hard. It's like, well, I'm the like, you know, not 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 to crap on, you know, Destiny too. Rob is the best Destiny TV player. But everyone freaking hates Destiny, you know. What, sorry? What the, I'm sorry. What game is that? I didn't hear Destiny that. Destiny two. Yeah, yeah, yeah what? exactly. What game? I haven't, even, I haven't even installed that game again, and I don't think I will. Oh my god, Rob! Yes, we did it. We did it, good boys. Celebrations all around. We did it. Not until the fall, at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> I decide to. No, but all, all serious. It's like Mortal Kombat 11 compared to the prior Mortal Kombat XL or X, you know. It's not as complex or deep, and it's very simplicitized. And the game isn't so a lot of players who play it competitively is not as fun it is compared to the others. So a lot of them don't play it as much. So I can see why Sonic, you're the so, best in the game. Yeah, you're the best in the game. A lot of that came to a lot of that came down to the way that they've uh, they changed everything around after the success of Injustice. I think I think they, like I said, they basically, the mecha- they basically just took the Injustice engine and everything else and put, put Mortal Kombat into it. Yeah, yeah. all right. Let's, a, let's, let's go ahead and move off of this. Well, like I said, yeah. I hope Excel, you know, fixes hey. everything. Everyone loves it. I hope so because I love. I'll it. say I, one I, last I will, thing. I will, I will, I will, I will still be watching some Evo as we usually do. Oh yeah, I, know, I, know, I, know, I had I know, two I know questions Ke- about that, but I, I do want to move Ke- off. I know Keith. I know Keith and I usually like to sit down uh, and watch. Well, the that's Evo my fights. question. That was one of my questions, but I want to move off. How are they going to stream this this year? Twitch. Um, easy. Twitch through Twitch as always. I mean, they can call Spooky. Yeah. Will probably be down there. Spooky would help. We'll get spooky. They don't have the ability to stream it for one centralized location. They now have to depend on other people who stream the game. And if you're streaming the game while playing the game. Actually, I can answer that. So a certain game, like uh, I'm going to say, it's not crap. Oh, Street Fighter Five. look at me. Uh-huh. Um, Street Fighter Five. most games have a lobby system, a proper lobby system. So the guy's lobbying it. Most games, host- right. 
Most games, yeah. But most of the games they selected do have this lobby system. So they'll it'll be a lobby system. The host guy would stream it. Most likely would be uh, each person to run the pools. Who have this four Evo streams and Team Spooky. So Team Spooky probably run all the tournaments on the East Coast, and everyone has a good connection. Again, they have to do a lot of litmus tests and you know internet speed tests for everybody, and then stream it from there. You watch it that, and then when we get grand finals, they're probably whoever location the two spots and force it out. That's the way they're going to do it. It's going right? to be interesting. Um, and the it's, last one before we leave, um, surprise, they're alive. Didn't make it either. <laughs> what didn't make it there? Dead or alive six. Oh, that game is. I'm joking. Cheeks. Come on. That, 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 that piecemeal piece of crap. <laughs> I'm oh, totally God, yeah. joking. Hey, my my actual thing is, I'm wondering if they're still going to have uh, announcements. How they're going to handle announcements? Because usually Evo for fighting games is when you get your, your We're new, probably not going to get it. Here's our, here's our next season pass, or you know, Harada going, "Hey, I'm going to troll you with something again." We're not going to. It's this is not going to be Evo that we remember. This is not going to be like that at all. It's going to be no. a completely different experience for everybody. And it's going to be completely toned down. It'll probably be we have an announcement. We have an announcement. Check out this trailer. You know, you know who also feel bad for is not to be, be you know mean or pessimistic. The person who wins Evo their perspective games, people will always say you probably won because of lag. I hate that's going to happen to some of these guys. Yeah, that these players. That actually be funny yet interesting. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and move on to the next topic. Probably the last topic of the night. We don't know. So Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two Woo! is getting a remaster. Oh man, I, I know dreams. many of us have fond memories playing this game back on the PlayStation. Shout a lot of us. Oh my god, this was easily one of the games that stayed my PlayStation nonstop. And most of the songs are also coming back as well, with the exception of some. Uh, but most of them are in there, which is good. What do you guys yeah, think but, about this remaster? But, 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 I'm super excited. My my childhood dreams will look back. Is the price gonna be cheap? That's all I care about. Just keep it cheap. I think man. they said it was $39.99 for both. Uh, that's that's fair. That, that's that's fair. Because considering if you're going to go and try and track down the originals on like PlayStation or something like that, they're around about that price anyway. So you might as well pay that for the remaster. Yeah, newer graphics and they're actually aging the skaters to their proper age. Right. Oh, there's new grandpa, yeah. grandpa Tony okay. Hawk. Yeah. Yeah, like we got Grandpa Tony Hawk in this. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Yeah, I, I saw that. And I'm like, really? Is, are they gonna have like their injuries too? You know, do they need the extra knee supports? And I do have know, a problem. Do they get up? Do they? If they get up after a stack, they go. If they get up after a stack, it's like, oh my back. <laughs> you know what? I want. I want to see them have a health bar. They take like a wicked bump. It's over. Like game over. <laughs> you you know what I see if some if some of the guys who are old enough who have like I'm not check crap on leg injuries I want to see them actually skateboard in wheelchairs like nailing 360 ollies like yeah jump it off it's interesting that we're getting this yeah but we've had so many other games try to recreate the success of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater one two and three not four four it's a shit show uh, we had skate we had um what's the other game. I don't remember the name, but there were so many games to try to recreate. I think it's a different game. I think they're both very different. But they go back and remaster the games that made skateboarding. Some of the games that made skateboarding uh, popular. I was gonna say I was gonna say the the game, but Skater died. Like they they go they go and do those types of games to try and like emulate Tony Hawk, but they keep forgetting 
Tony Hawk 1 and 2 in particular, like, I know when you get to, like, I think it's the Underground series or something like that, they started going away a bit more realistic. Yeah. But the, the original Tony Hawk, so what's made it fun was, like, being able to do a, a, a standing kick flip into an ollie and then a 360 fucking hula hoop. Yeah, it was like Superman up. or Jesus, uh, pose, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and if you're going up on a on a half pipe or something, you're going 400 feet in the air, and you know you're able to do all I, sorts of wacky things. I know, it was that's the, like... it was the cartoonish nature of the game, the game that made it so interesting because you're able to pull off all this stuff that you know for a fact you would never be able to pull off in real life. I yeah. know. You know. Could any could could anybody could anybody grind 12 foot up a wall and then kick flip onto a friggin' rail and it surf that around? Us? <laughs> I love underground because it's when it went from crazy to insane. You could literally grind power lines in that game. Like you could visit, <laughs> you could visit like the, the Bermuda Triangle in Underground 2. Like the they they got like batshit crazy by the time like American Wasteland right. came out, and it was awesome. Don't get me wrong; I thought it was that, great. I think that's where they should go. Just treat it as an, art, an arcade sports game because it's like we don't realize enough. Yeah. Like I don't want to see this. So I don't want to is, do you think this is to gauge perhaps a brand new Tony Hawk game, or just yeah. to say, you know what, the the, the classics still do good? Now, as well, a fan, it could, it could, it could be it could be an anniversary, close to an anniversary too. Well, you know, Grandpa Grandpa Tony, he's who know who he is. I think if you follow him on Twitter, he's like he always tweet the people like, "Is he? Are you Tony Hawk? Yes, I am Tony Hawk." And just walks away. He, he's like, "I need to know. Yeah, I used well, to be well, the best like, in the world." Looking looking at a looking at an article, Tony Hawk is now fifty two. Oh yeah, uh, Grandpa Rodney Tony. Mu- Ro- Ro- he's up Rodney there. Mullen is fifty three. Chad Muska is forty three. Andrew Reynolds forty two. Uh. Steve Caballero is 55. Is there anybody in their 30s? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Not, not from, what, from not what I can see, at least Jeez. a little bit of So are we going to rename this game ever in their life again? In all fairness, are we going to rename this game Tony Hawk Geezer? Tony Hawk Geezer. Tony Hawk Boomer Skater 4. Geriatric Pro Skater 2. No, Boomer Skater 2. Tony Hawk Boomer Skaters. Yes, yeah. but, but I, I, I have, I have to. I, I know this is probably not going to happen, but I wish that they would. Tony Hawk's two had a secret character in it, just due to the fact that they own the license at the same time. Are you talking about Venom? Uh, no, I want, I want Spider Man back. Tony Hawk's two because Activision owned the Spider Man license at the time. Put Spider-Man in Tony Hawk's two, Near and it was hilarious. You know that would be nice if they if if they could work with um, who has it right now? Disney, they'd have to talk to. No, uh, Disney has it out. Disney gave it out to um, Marvel. Was it Eidos? Someone who made it. No, who um, who the hell did uh, Spider-Man game? My brain's going off. Sony. Uh, was it Sony? Let me look it up. No, let me look it up. Sony and um, the infamous developer. Why is oh, that's Sucker Punch. That's Sucker Punch. What? Let me look it up. Somniac Games. Which they are now PlayStation. PlayStation, yes. PlayStation is the license. So, if anything, it could be like a uh, PlayStation exclusive. Oh, don't say that. Oh, that's Insomniac. <laughs> All right. Don't say that. Well, maybe, maybe they could change it around. Instead of this time it being Spider-Man, they could get Venom. Man of or man of spider to be a jerk about it. You know, what, you know what? Call it. It'll be on for PlayStation. Everybody else, sorry. 
Was he also in two? Then was care. in one of the the pro skater games. I don't know. Yeah, I think he was. <laughs> I, I I personally no, no, uh, they had the black they had the black suit Spider Man as an alternate costume. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Can we get what Ben is- Franklin? And Jesus, yes, and bring, get- back. Oh, yeah, my- bring back. Yeah, my favorite of like the the <laughs> random cameos in Tony Hawk games was in the first Underground. There's literally an entire map, several skaters, and like three songs from the band Kiss. Yeah. Just, there's an entire stage dedicated to a Kiss concert where they're just playing rock and roll yeah. like the whole time, and it's like not even a good skate park, but it's just really funny because you could set off like pyrotechnics and stuff, and like yeah. Yeah, like the entirety of Kiss is like on these moving platforms just playing rock and roll the whole time. <laughs> no, Rob, you rock showed me the the uh, the collector edition. Did you pre-order that or no? Oh God, I really want to, but I haven't yet. Now, the collector's edition, for those who don't know, it literally comes with a signed Tony Hawk birdhouse board, like specific oh. to this game, and it, it looks really cool. And I would want it as like a collector's thing, like that right on my wall. Really yep. cool. Um, I personally have not. I don't think I'll get it, but I'm not really into but, collector's editions anymore. But I did consider it for this only because it just looks that cool. My, my only my, problem with my, this my, game, last, thing, my last thing on this, and it's my last, it's the only problem I have with the game, is uh, rest in peace, bring the noise. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, yeah. There's a couple I, tracks on the, there that the, are missing. So, this so, far so far, it's five tracks that aren't returning. Uh, no, so it's more than that. Is it? I've only seen I've only seen five so far, and the fact that bring the noise is not on there, I'm like. I'm saddened because that was one so of the there are seven like, tracks I don't, I don't that are coming track back. At least we got Superman. Superman, Superman got came Ace, back, but Bring the Noise from Public Enemy is not there. B Boy oh, Document is not there either. Yeah. Um, I was about to say, did we get uh, Ace of Space? But Ace of Space was three, if I remember yeah. correctly. I wish that you could just like drop in your own playlist for this. No, this Lord. Of, I mean, we had this mean, conversation this, about this something is, in the past. This is, this, is one of those, this is one of those games that, like, back in the day, uh, I know the, I think it was the Xbox version, you could actually drop your own soundtrack into it. Or the PC that sounds version. familiar, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I, I wish that the, that type of option was in it for this. So We've come too far it. now. Licenses and all that fun stuff. People will yeah, never let us go anymore. Legal. The beauty of modern consoles now, if you have Spotify on your PlayStation, you can just load up Spotify and play that in your background. Just don't Find put it on YouTube because they'll blank out your entire video. Oh. Don't put it on Twitch. They'll mute your entire video. I don't know. Unless you play music, I'll know about it. You play that Vaporwave, that Future Funk, that Synthwave. They don't know what you're doing. So, yeah, that's what hey, I would do. Get real crazy with it. You can put yeah. on some crazy... Yeah. Uh, so I guess get, everybody here get, is excited for this remixes. game. Oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah. let my surprise. I'm sorry, I, I I thought like a couple of us would be surprised, but there's more than that. So I, Wait, I do wanna, apologize. Don't Holy you want to live your childhood when you used to be cool, fun on a skateboard and like, look okay, how? Or you just no? You know. I busted my ass on a skateboard many times. See? No, that's right. No, but here's the thing. Yeah. But you can make Tony Hawk buses. Ha ha, Tony Hawk, you suck. Cause I would be like. <laughs> I lived in the woods, so like the only opportunity for me to actually skateboard was to literally buy like this uh, this like X Games ramp, this little plastic ramp, and put it in my garage because oh, <laughs> I had a dirt driveway and everything. I would still try it; it'd still be really fun, and I'd like mess myself up. But it was just kind of sad because I wouldn't ever traditionally skateboard. I think I went to a right. skate park like once. <laughs> so true story. I used to live in Queens. There was a bunch of kids who are uh, into skateboarding, rollerblading, build a skate park, right? 
And um, I'll get to that guy later. Um, so basically, I didn't learn skateboard. I did whatever. I could to bail on a kickflip, a jump, or an ollie, whatever. It didn't matter. So sometimes I would feel beef it, and I'll, luckily I had knee pads and it hurt like hell. So I would go home. Me and my brother would go home, and we would let we would sometimes just have like contests of like just put you know training motion or just beef it. Like make the guys wipe out doing tricks, and we laugh at. Oh, let's get Tony Hawk. I can nail that fuck that freaking three sixty olive shoe can't. So it's like I can live my childhood. I'm gonna hurt Tony Hawk again. That's my dream. So you gotta keep it up. Keep the hope oh, alive. But I'm looking forward to it. Only, only because it's honestly a good game. I think people would definitely appreciate arcade style games since it has been a lot, a lot of them in general through the years. And uh, I don't Hang really on, get this. Yeah. So BB, BBM Productions, I didn't get, I really didn't get into the Tony Hawk games. Well, now you can. It's they $40. they were games where you could just listen listen to some really good music, have fun, and just do stupid stuff. Yeah, especially if you arcade love, they were love fest basically. basically. Yeah, and, if you're and, a and sport, the, you know, the, anything better to do, like you can just hop into a, a pro skater at any time. You don't have to worry about like, oh, I have these quests to do or whatever. Like, it's just like such a free form. Yeah, exactly. I missed that fun game that you could just. Pop in and play, and just like you'll, you'll have a good time every time, even if you're just doing the same thing over and over again, you know. Yeah, and if you wipe out constantly, you still enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Play it again. The, the, amount of to- the amount of times I played that, uh, the first warehouse level in Tony Hawk's one, just trying to just trying to oh. nail that, 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 per- that perfect end to end combo. Oh no, that was so sick! I, I you never know, just, just, just that, that, that perfection combo all the way through the warehouse, and even some of the the straightforward. I think like uh, Tony Hawk Two had the mole, where if you did it right, you hit this fucking end to end combo that was just absolutely beautiful to do. And I'd spend hours trying to land every single part of it, and I could never do it. It drove me crazy. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I loved every minute that. of it. It's gonna be instead of, instead of throwing the controller in frustration, I just want to pick it up and try again. Yeah, that's, that's the hallmark of a good game. Or throw it and then pick it up and try again. No, be like, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I, I had I had I had cheap third party controllers. Oh, uh, you had those my yeah, PlayStation okay. to start with. So yeah, if you threw um, them, they broke. They were done. Yep. Yeah. I I remember playing. Uh, this is like, of course, I do my less than legal things. I got myself a copy of uh, Street Fighter Zero Three. Oh no. Oh Street Fighter Alpha. Well, well, great. Yeah. Well, 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 well two emerged the final bison fight where he has the unlimited super. Yeah. Uh I, I got so frustrated I slammed my controller down, I broke the thing, shattered it into like five hundred oh, different <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's how bad those third body controllers were. Oh man. But so, yeah, so that, that, I, that I can't I, I can't wait for it for this game. We all need to play this game when it comes oh, out. This is gonna be oh, yeah. I'm uh, really excited uh, for it. Uh, uh, can we get can we get like four man online multiplayer for this, please? Oh, God. oh yes, I would love to shred like intentionally just beef into you. Oh, just, I get yes. I get you, baby. <laughs> yeah, rock. Um, uh, yeah, I get all Guitar Hero. Yeah. Oh, there's I another missed. game I spent many oh. nights playing on a controller. They killed too much guitar here. They killed that genre. It yeah, was really fun. They milked it to the ground. It, mainly because they had a contract to keep pumping out the actual guitars. Yeah. So, yeah, they drove that, that, that series into the ground. Something oh, my God. Some, great, uh, great sorry, game. They, 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 topped, they topped that with Metallica. That, that was where I sort of hit the peak on that game. Oh, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. That game. 
Because yeah. yeah. Metallica, we can play the, the classics in the end. So good. Tario 3 was so good. There's so many good songs out of it. I remember like playing FCP remix like all the time because that song was just so much fun to play. And they had like the Halo 2 remix in it too. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, I love that game. I love So we need to have a podcast of all the games we played in the past and why we love them so much. Oh my God. Uh, we will never, it will be that's three, that's three hours. Have you got like four I'm days? Sure I'm fine. Let's do that. <laughs> All right. I think we should probably because before we get down to the soldier train, now we got one for guitar here at Westlands and go into, you know, the good old beat em ups. Like, oh man, I remember Streets of Rage 2. That was my jam. That was a great game, by the way. Yeah. Y'all should play Streets of Rage 2. You used to play Streets of Rage 4. Streets of Rage 4 is great. Final All of them are good. Final fight was fantastic. Final fight, Final fight was <laughs> anyway. All right. We, we, we still have sick. topics to consider, people. <laughs> Oh, An hour and man. a half in, and we still haven't finished everything. Well, come on. <laughs> no, we're done. Unless you guys want to do the topic that I'm trying to shy, shy away from. What's Are we going to talk about the crazy person on the uh, internet? I can't do this. Too many yeah, of them out there. Yeah. All right. Long... Skip the crazy person on the internet. I have one. Yeah. I have, I have one. You'll love this one. This is about me. Help uh, help, help me. Uh, help, oh, just help, help you. Me. Okay. So, as you help know, you. as you know, I've streamed a lot on Mixer. And kind of looking at moving towards Twitch, which is kind of relation to what we were talking about before. And there was this recent conversation that came out that they were showing the growth of YouTube and Facebook and Twitch and Mixer. I don't know if anybody, any of you guys have seen this, um, but basically they showed that between these four streaming services, Mixer is not showing any growth. Can't imagine why. Now, I wrote yeah, out a pretty large document explaining why I thought Mixer was not doing well. And a lot of it obviously falls onto Mixer and things they're not doing, which they could be doing, but they're not. And a lot of it also is, hey, they're, they're still seen as a Xbox-only streaming service, which I don't like, but I can't change that perspe- perception. My question to and when, you... And when, and, when you go, and when you go on Mixer, when you go on Mixer it's not a good fucking Fortnite. I'm sorry, yeah. I said that. You broke up. I didn't hear that last part. When when you go on Mixer and you have a look at what they they promote, it's nothing but like things like Fortnite. Well, it happens a lot on Twitch as well, but that's a big part of Mixer. Um, the prob- no, the problem with Mixer is like I think I've said this many times before is that they they don't have communities, smaller communities built with them like Twitch and YouTube. Like they Twitch and YouTube has so many sub and small communities that they don't really have to rely on the big guy to to care to put them over like. All the people that Mixer signed are just bigwigs who only play like three games. There's no one else under them. It's like no one else has an interest into it. So it's Wait, like let me dig up. Let me dig up my my what I wrote down there. Hang on, I'm trying. Yeah, because it's like like a perfect example is like we like us. We just had a discussion about Evo. Like Evo has this, you know, has the main games which you could love or hate them, and have a bunch of the side game tournament for. A bunch of other games to give them a chance so these people know about them. That's important. If evil was only about the main games, evil would be dead. Well, would have been dead faster. Okay, so here's and it's long wind, but let me know if you agree with these points, and I'll stop after every point. Gotcha. As someone who's streaming both Twitch and Mixer, I do enjoy Mixer. Yes, the views are way lower, but it's something that many people complain to to Microsoft about. Yet it either seems they don't care, they won't listen, or they just like losing out. There are so many valuables here. Some are just damn easy to implement. Sadly, this is the conversation I seem to have just about every month. These are the things I feel Mixer is doing completely wrong. The first one, there is no app 
for any smart TV, for Roku, for Fire TV, for Google Chromecast. If you want to watch Mixer, you have to do so on Windows 10 or you use Android or an Xbox. That is correct. Yeah, I hate that. That's that hurts them so much. I don't know how many times I'll come in my office or go in my front room and just hit the Twitch button to watch something on Twitch while I'm cleaning up or doing something on the computer. And I can just sit there and listen to them and watch them on Twitch. They are missing out so much by not having that. Yeah. You think it'd be something that just comes with it. Like as soon as they start developing it, like sure. Twitch was like one of the first ones to be on, on there. So it took them a while to create mobile apps and stuff. But even then it came out pretty timely after things started to get big with Twitch. Like you would right. think for Mixer, it'd be something that it's like, we're going to put this out as soon as we put out the service, but no, it's right. still kind of like, it's Microsoft. It's Microsoft. You know, it's okay. going to be what they are. The second can point I, is, can I, can I, look, I know you got, a, you got a lot of points, but I'm just going to show you just quickly. Hopefully I'm going to do a share screen. So hopefully this doesn't mess up our layout too much. Are you showing porn? Um, Not again. No, Jesus I'm, Christ. I, Hey man, that kangaroo can do some amazing things. Oh, Um, hey, hey! hey. (laughs) As impressive as I was, we are a family-friendly podcast. Family, strong Christian values. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen. I'm going to show you exactly why I I think Mixer has a bit of a problem, and you're gonna see it. Like I'll show you. Hopefully, this works because I haven't done share screen yet. Yeah, Give yeah, me a yeah. second. Skadoosh. Did you say skadoosh? Skadoosh, yeah. Skadoosh. Somebody's watching lately. Uh, show have, it. Uh, I'm not sure if it'll work, but show it. Oh, what the hell? You added good. a complete different screen. I did? Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Hey, look, there it so is. Thing I made. Uh, I <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So what so what you what you're seeing here, this is exactly the screen that I get every time. I go to Mixer. Okay. Look at the games. I can't see. Valorant. 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 Shooter. 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 Yeah. All right. I go down to recommended for you. What's it it saying? Fortnite. Dungeons and Dragons. Fortnite. Minecraft. You know, top categories. Fortnite. Apex. It's the same stuff. I switch the... I, I jump over to Twitch. I get this... Top window showing things like uh, Beat Saber, uh, Vizage, the VR game, yeah, Dead by, Dead by Daylight, Grand Theft Auto Five, Path of Exile. I go to the channels that we think you like. Somebody playing Dead by Daylight, Final Fantasy Remake, Dungeons and Dragons, Call of Duty, Nia. Categories we think you like: World of Warcraft, Just Chatting. You know, it's stuff like that. The, the difference is Mixer is promoting about two games. Oh, it's one genre. Yeah, it's promoting one genre, whereas Twitch is promoting a gigantic stable of games with lots and lots of people. Like, you go into the browse category, you know, okay, yeah, you you talk. So, I'm looking here categories, World of Warcraft, just chatting, you know, there's plenty of stuff. I do the same on Mixer, uh, and what's going to be the top one? I bet you it's going to be bloody Fortnite. I don't know, Valorant, Valorant, Smite, it's, Paladins. It's Valorant. It, that's everywhere. Everybody's playing the hell out of the game. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that but that's but that's the thing. It's like Twitch is it's it's like going into say Mixer is like going into McDonald's. Limited menu, limited items. You go you go in you go into Twitch, it's all you can eat. 
Yeah, it's I, would, I wouldn't it's say that. Plenty, because plenty it's, of... it's also a numbers thing. And that that's a big thing. That's a big thing, which is also causing but hear me a discrepancy out. I, there. This is something TV not noticing. All these streamers there are all doing the same thing. And none of them are just you know making themselves different or anything. Right. So that's kind of a problem. That's the problem as well. It's like I'm on a new platform. Oh, I didn't <laughs> that. Did you close it? I oh, no, I've been chopped like, up. I'm, 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 I'm through. <laughs> you closed your stream. Yeah, you closed it. Yeah, everyone saw half. I tried to give you a warning. Uh, yeah. But, 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 but that's the other, like, sorry, sorry to cut you off, Matt. But yeah, yeah, no, no, no yeah. This is a big thing, and I've been saying this since Mixer came out. Brand association. Okay. You say streaming, most people are going to go, oh, Twitch. True. Mixer hasn't been able to break through that that barrier that is the brand association. You know, it's like you say videos. Oh, you mean YouTube? You know, if you go, uh, oh man, I I agree with you there. I agree with you there. Paragon was a great game, and yeah, oh yeah, there's like some some absolutely great games out there. But the thing is, it's like way things are presented and brand recognition are the two biggest factors into why Twitch dominates the market. But let me keep going. I I got a couple things there, but that's one of them. Um, the second one, and this is a big one, and I talked to him, to him about this when I went to E3. There is no app for the PlayStation. There is none. And that's a huge issue because the PlayStation is the number one console right now. You can go watch Switch on any PlayStation. You can't do it for the Xbox or for a Mixer. That hurts them. It really does. And I don't know if they ever approached Sony and asked them about it. I don't know if Sony came back and told them no. I don't understand that business part right there, but Sony uses Microsoft products and Sony is not in direct competition with Microsoft. And as far as streaming services go. So that's interesting why they don't have one. Um, Third option, the third reason they refuse to implement features to everyone. And they keep saying that they're in beta and reserve them for partners. Clips clips is default on Twitch. Everybody on Mixer has been asking for these clips to be able to do clips, and they have yet to get them. Only partners have access to them. So if you want to use clips to clip a gameplay, you have to do a third party or a third party offering to do that. It's also and they're not all good. One of the biggest things that you can do to grow your community is by using clips to show off your stream. Yep. Funny moments, impressive things that you do in a game. Like these are the reasons go. people come over and watch you. Like, you know, it, you're not going to become popular if you don't have access to the tools that make you popular in the first place. So it's just like, okay, why do I even bother? You know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, the other one, they don't listen to the fan base and most of the casual streamers have been pushed completely out of the picture or removed completely. When Twitch, right. when Mixer first started, there was a section you see up and coming. The second revision, it was still there. It was pushed towards close to the bottom. It's gone. It's completely gone. I just don't understand. Twitch didn't have up and coming before, and now they've changed that. They now have an algorithm where you can actually see those who aren't the big people. Yes, and depending on game you like and suggestion, whatever. It's it's yep. like, it's and as like far TV. as they know. They have a manual system to choose people to put in that spotlight. Those first few streams that you see at the top of the page, like they'll manually choose and schedule with some streamers if they're up and coming or whatever. They've got recently got like 100 or 200 subs or whatever. And sometimes they'll reach out and say, hey, would you like to be spotlighted on this day? And sometimes they'll, you know, they'll tweet out and say, oh, I'm going to be on Twitch. 
Yeah, I always wonder how that was. Uh, some and, people and like I'm going to be in front of this of Twitch, and I was like, "How are you doing that?" But yeah, you'll okay. see influencers oh, well, and that's, stuff that's, like that's, tweet that's, out and say, "Oh, I'm going to be on the spotlight for Twitch on, on this yeah. day." You know, yeah, cool. come and, and come and, and watch. They, and yeah. they work and they work out and they work it out sort of differently as well. Each territory is done differently, whereas America, you know, you, you'll have some small streamers. Uh, I know Twitch is part of what they do here in Australia. Is they have the Australian Streamer Initiative. Which is they will take mm. a handful of purely Australian streamers. We don't have and that put yet. Um, and, and put them on the front page of Twitch. That's interesting. So I didn't even know so that, that existed. So that, way, wow. so, that, so, that, so that way they're promoting local talent. That's awesome, actually. That's yeah, that's, that's really awesome. We, that's we don't have that. Yet. You know, and and that's the thing. It's, again, it, I think it's the the big difference between the two platforms is the way that everything is, the way the focus is. All right, like but let me get through the, these. The, let me the, get through the, these the, real quick. Yeah, okay. No, but you that's awesome. I never knew that. That's freaking yeah. cool. Um, I'm not gonna talk about hype zone because hype zone only inflated numbers. It didn't help, it didn't help anybody, artificial numbers. Um they need to take they need to shake the Xbox only perception. I've said that at the beginning. That needs to change, and I don't see them changing it. There is no added incentive to stream or mixer. Twitch yeah. has the affiliate program, and say what you want, it, it it makes people want to stream on Twitch, become an affiliate, and start making some money. There is nothing like that and on it, Mixer. People have asked it, for that; they've not done it, and they really need to implement something like that to give people the sense of success. Too, and it's ex- extremely clear how to get that path too. Yep. You like on Twitch, you go in, you have the affiliate section or whatever it is. And it's literally a checklist of get to this many uh, subscribers. Get to this no, actually, many believe it or not, the fil- it's how this affiliate works. Because uh, I have tons of people in affiliate. I always answer this question lock school, whatever. Affiliate, you just need to get followers. To be a partner, you get subs. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So you, you, yeah. the gradual makes sense. As long as someone follows you, that's fine. You get enough followers. Yeah. And then you get enough subs, and that's, then you start making more up to, to switch that, that, that's That's the main thing. But at the same time, there's also other sub goals like. You know, stream on seven different days for three hours a day yeah. or something like that, and they keep you on track. Mixer was Mixer was starting something like that, and then it nobody heard anything about it. It just they have they have the uh, the Mixer school, but that's it. And then the next that, part of it just disappeared. That's but that's the, that's the difference is that Twitch has this clear path, path. Of steps steps to follow to get to your goal, whereas Mixer just seems to be like. Um, yeah, just do stuff and we might. Well, yeah, you'll get paid eventually. Yeah. yeah. And and I'll keep going. I only got really one more. And this was what you were talking about, Matt. It's funny how I said this a couple of days ago. Um, big names are fine, but if there are no middle or lower end names for people to associate, what's the point? Not everyone likes watching or chatting with the big streamers. The sense of community isn't always there. And chat just screams by yeah. when you're talking about big, big streamers. Not everyone wants all the big streamers to play the same game all the time either. That is a problem on Mixer. There are people on Mixer, and there are there are Twitch too, but that's their whole community. And if they stop playing that game, they lose people. And no, but, exactly. It's it's like it's like for example, like perfect example is um you know let's say let me think of a top streamer was popular uh whatever some giant donuts I'll call him giant donuts he's famous famous donuts. A uh, new game came out. Uh, what's the game that's coming out? It's new. It's going to be popular streets. Uh, Last of Us Part Two. Last of Us Part Two. So I'm, that, that yeah, that game comes out. 
Johnny Donut, the famous Donuts is going to beat that game. He'll get the views. He's done, right? But there's always someone like, you know, May, Matthew, who is hardcore, who's going to find every aspect of the game and beat the crap out of it. And there's some people who like watching people do that. So if there's only, you know, famous Donuts playing this game on Mixer, they're never going to have the full – for people who want to see a full experience, then they're going to, they're going to get that. So, and that's, so and once, that's the problem. Once, once, once again, you know, show, tell exactly what I'm seeing. Like, I've still got my Twitch page up. Like, out of like, I don't follow a lot of big, what you call big game streamers. Probably yeah, yeah. the biggest one. Probably the big, biggest ones that I follow are probably um, Ponyhoff and Maximilian Dude. They're probably the two top, like, high end streamers. You know, I don't I watch see. him on Twitch, I watch his stuff on YouTube. Believe it or not, Maximilian is not on my like a bit here. But yeah, that's the highest yeah. gap. Yeah, but that's but it's like I'm looking on the front page. Yeah, the, the the most famous that I can see on my front page right now is Felicia Day because she's doing a guild uh, a reunion of the guild and they're playing D and D. Yeah. And that and that that's one out of like twenty different things I can see on the screen. See most of the stuff that I see is all mid to low tier streamers. And it's all catered to my particular tastes. And that's yeah, how it should be. Know. It's picking up the stuff that you like. Mixer doesn't and, do and that. Like, and, 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 to bring it, and to bring in the idea of like these big streamers, when was the last time we heard anything out, out about Ninja? Okay, Since so I was going to get to that. So I always thought that Microsoft picking up Mixer was kind of a desperation move. And then they brought over uh, Shroud, and they brought over the other gentleman. I can't remember his name. Um, and he does Tim, good stuff. Ninja. No. Tim but, Tim, Tim, Tim Tatman? No. Nah. <laughs> um, uh, he was a big yeah, Halo. He was a big Destiny 2 player. And then he stopped playing Destiny 2 because Destiny 2 was doing whatever. So he's, he's doing other games. He's he's doing all right. He's doing good for himself. Um, but I thought bringing over Ninja and Shroud were mixed were uh, were missed opportunities because, as I said before, they needed to punch down, not punch up. They needed to bring in more communities instead of established communities on Twitch. Ninja was known for Fortnite. Shroud was known for Destiny 2 and a couple other games. And he still is. I would, I would say Shroud's doing better than Ninja's doing. Ninja brings in big crowds when he plays a certain game. But he doesn't bring it anywhere near as close as what he did on Twitch. That comes down to a couple things. One, he's not the name he used to be. Two, people won't recognize him on Twitch. Three, Mixer's viewership is terrible. That is a big issue. If you can be the biggest streamer in the world, but if nobody's watching your stuff, which is happening here on Mixer, nothing's happening. And it pains me because I think Mixer has a great system, which is why I'm always torn of jumping from Mixer, which was my question in the beginning, and going back to Twitch and, you know, starting over. I've got like 200-something on on Mixer. Now, I I have been thinking about going back to, to Twitch. I don't like some of the decisions that are happening over at Twitch, but there's no denying that if you want to make a name for yourself, it's either Twitch or, surprisingly, Facebook Gaming. They're doing big, but I will not go to Facebook. It's just not happening. Uh, I think. I you know, you know, I'm Mark Zuckerberg guy. He seems uh, like no, a great. Not happening. Not happening. So he, he seems. He seems like a nice guy. In yeah, he sure does. Him and Jeff Bezos are probably buddies. <laughs> All I know. I yeah. like, uh, that um, it's a very different conversation because we had a very similar streaming conversation in general. By the way, this is now the longest podcast we've ever had. 
<laughs> and it goes on and on, my friend. Shout out to Twitch. Uh, um, Shout out to Twitch. I think the main thing for me is that we're in a very different conversation now than when we were last year. Because last year, when they started buying up all these streamers and stuff, like picking up Shroud, picking up Ninja, it seemed as if they were trying to make moves to improve their service. And, and you know, it was just kind of like these one few details that we knew about. We didn't know anything about what they might be doing to improve the service in general, adding new features or whatever. And so it's kind of turned into this year where it it, it almost seemed like they were, tur- they were turning it up. They were going to come out of 2020, like, shooting on all cylinders. They're going to be improving the service as much as they can. And now we're here in 2020, and the conversation is very different. I mean, we're, we're here wondering if they're even going to survive, you know? I mean, that's basically what it's That turned- is a question a lot of people are asking. Will they be yeah. around and i yeah. think they'll be around but the question is in what shape will they be in again they there's so I, many things they're just not doing and maybe it's just me i'm not a developer i'm only only outside it's like all of us and it's like hey guys there are so many quality of life changes you could make that would make your service more attractive to people but you're not doing any of that i mean i i, I disagree with you on outside because it's like the not to control problem i I think they're failing so colossally bad to a point that even basic things that they don't get. Like, for example, I understand what they're trying to do. Everything's got to be in-house. We want people to use on Microsoft 10. We got to use a Microsoft this. We got to use on Microsoft blah, blah, blah. They want that. They're, but that doesn't work in the age of streaming because streaming is kind of a platform for everything. I mean, when people think of watching, like, for example, I, oh, I watch Maximilian only on YouTube. I'm like, yeah, why would he only do Twitch? It's a bad move. Mixer only being for Mixer is a bad move. It should be have a more accessible platform, easy streaming, blah, blah, blah. Have, you know, an app, a freaking app, for the Lord's sake. You know? So it's like... That, that is the biggest perplexion right there. I, I And and, and, and it's called a lack, a lack of diversity of exploring content, giving creative chance to make other games. You bought big names for two games. You didn't buy big names that play World of Warcraft, big games that play other games. You didn't buy big games that like guys who are famous for just going on like who run podcasts, who run like three-hour podcasts, whatever on Twitch, just chatting. You don't have any diversity or algorithm. You're just exactly a- so yeah. it's just like I see them dead in the water by the end of 2023. See, see, see I this is the thing like when they say 2023? Yep, because it'll take some time. You know why? Because they'll be in denial. Them half a <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're going to be in denial. That's Microsoft. They're always good at being in denial. But uh, but like my big thing was, and I said this when uh, they signed Ninja and Shroud and all that, I said, these guys are getting signed to big deals to basically sit on their butt and watch a platform fail. I don't think like that's they're, fair. They're, 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 I don't they're think they thought that would happen. They, no, they, they, they could see it as an easy win. Well, it was. Uh, they won't come out and say how much mix, uh, uh, Ninja got, but it was yeah, a couple million sig- dollars. It was, it was significant. And the thing is, it's more than he'd make on Twitch, and he's literally having to put in half the effort. I think, I think, and it comes out this way. Twitch didn't really start giving people contracts, as far as I understand, until they lost both Shroud and Ninja. And then they started giving people contracts. And I really think that those but two individuals are picking time, up for that. But this is the thing. Unless you become really big on Mixer and really put in that grind and everything else to get a contract, you're not really making much. But that's whereas the problem. Any, whereas anybody, once you hit a certain level, anybody who can get a decent following on Twitch, 
can make money. There's the problem. And it's not even that. It's you don't even have to be a gamer to make money on the platform. Again, to go back to, to the people that I follow, you know, I follow, sure, I follow plenty of gamers who, who play video games and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I, I look at people like, uh, I've got one, Cheshire plays games. Dude does nothing but play Magic the Gathering. Yeah. He, play, he plays Commander and puts streams up. That's, that's his thing. Um, even Maximilian Dude, who's so known for his fighting game content, he plays stuff like, you know, Mario Party and stuff with his mates. Yeah. And it's, it's hilarious. Um, you know, New Legacy Inc. does nothing but wrestling games and new and old and they make bank. Um, one of the, the ones that I actually find really amusing is uh, K Pike fashion. She's a body paint streamer. Each week, each week she, every weekend she streams for about three days straight where she is painting her body as a video game or cartoon character. That's and, okay. and, and people, and people will watch. Yeah, and, and, that's called creative and, and Twitch. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's a genre. Yeah, exactly. Having creative, having um, just talking chat type things, it shows that you don't just have to play video games to make money on that platform. Whereas Mixer is very video game heavy. Well, it was it? They they have made strides. I will say that they still are very very video game heavy. But they did add their IRLs a while back. They did add the music one. Um, it's not helping them. It's not helping them. But, but I guess but they don't the same, have the viewership. Yeah. Yeah, but but again, it also comes down to like also brands as well. No, you know, I agree. Wizards, Wizards of the Coast have a streaming channel on Twitch. That if they do Mixer, for all that stuff. if Mixer e- had a bigger Evo, Evo, run, Evo, Capcom fighters, all that stuff, they all run on Twitch. Exactly. They don't have the yeah. presence. If they had a bigger mm-hmm. presence, and maybe it's the naming, maybe it's not. Who knows? If they had even, a bigger presence, it would help them. And and, and even even charity things, you know, look at um, Child's Play, you know, one of the, the bigger charities for children's gaming in in hospitals, that's associated with Twitch. Um, Saint Jude's do do their streaming stuff through their streaming charity stuff through Twitch. Whatever, and whatever, whatever they need to do, even, they need to do it because and, if they and, don't, they're done. And, Twitch, Twitch, for the most part, embraces their community. Um, hell, look at the, you know, everybody knows the Bless RNG remote emote. That was Pons, one, that yeah. was one that was one guy who dedicated his, he practically his life to Twitch streaming. You know, built rigs that he could take out to conventions and stream on the go, and they rewarded him by making him a global emote. Yeah. I mean, look you know, at the fact, uh... that, the fact that he's made a mine as well, but you know, uh, <laughs> but it's like you know they they put all this effort in, and it just seems that Mixer doesn't want to put that effort in anymore. That's the thing, and it drives me crazy. And even even to this day, they've been extremely quiet. They haven't said anything, and people are asking, you know, what the hell is going on? And See, that is part of my my question, my dilemma. You know, I don't want to well, put in this effort again. Since, Again. since we're about since we're about to finish this, show, we'll give it we'll give an answer. I say get, keep going for a little bit longer on Mixer, but start funneling that audience to Twitch. 
maybe do one day where you're on mixer and you or, and you run like a thing like you've got running at the bottom of our video today you know i'm moving to twitch this is my twitch channel go and go and follow me on there future streams will be coming on that platform do a transition time yeah that's an idea and that's something you should probably recommend anybody who's looking to move yeah yeah exactly anybody who's looking to move platforms do a transition time and to be honest i say it's probably probably look at going to twitch because as we've all said it, it might only be a couple of years before mixer becomes a, a dead property yeah. and it just seems that like even like, you said in your own research growth is slow why are you why are you sticking on the platform where growth is slow when you know because i like possible? the route for the underdog you I like, like the root for the underdog. No, you just like you just like the bet on oh. losers. Okay, you, you're the worst guy to gamble with. Okay, well, this, well, he, this he, he, is, he's, he's, yeah, I'm not a betting man. I will yeah, but you're doing it right now. He, yeah, he, he, here's the here's the thing, Keith. You've made yourself the underdog, so start betting on yourself. Bam. Yeah. All right, I didn't do it. That's the perfect metaphor. Yeah, that, honestly, if I were to give you an honest answer, just move right now. Just do it. Yeah, exactly. We are like, literally like at this point. Last year, we're talking about, oh, Mixer might make its comeback this year. We're halfway through the year. It's May. <laughs> Time's like, ticking. I, I would just, you know, if, if honestly growth is a problem and we want to get bigger or your Twitch channel wants the, to get the, bigger. The, 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 ship, the ship is sinking. Start jumping, yeah. Captain. Start jumping. Yeah, get called. You know, call, call your boys from WCW. We're going to get to that. <laughs> if we would see any improvement, we would have oh, seen it now, right? You know? It just feels so bad. I mean, I really wanted them. You, we've had this conversation, as you said, and. I really, really wanted them to do something, and it's like, well, you're not doing shit. So, all right, whatever. Yeah. Look, I really you, want, you, I really you, want you, to talk about ain't happening. So, time you, to talk. You, you, you've given them a good two years, Keith, man. And if it's time to wrong, dump this girl and get a new relationship, time. all right? Get a proper woman that will treat respect. Get twitched. Okay? Oh my god, I, I'll, I'll have to do this. Pay, I'll have to pay for the divorce fees. Oh Don't get to pay for no divorce. Just, just drop her on the front, drop her on McDonald's, drive off and have a look back. That's what I did. That's no, what he's not talking about you. Yeah, he's talking about the game service. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, you guys, oh. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. There's a McDonald's. There's a McDonald's on I-95. I she will never can find you. She will never find you. Just drop. But yeah, so I, I think I'll probably end up doing that. It was something I've been debating for a while, and I just wanted to ask the question because I've been getting more into streaming again. And- Trent. You need to with me, man. I got so much energy and free time. You'd be surprised. Here's, here's the thing. Like I said, transition out. Make the deadline maybe – make it the end of the month. It'll be June before first, Last of Us 2 comes out. June, June, June 1st is technically a new financial year. Starts fresh. Go, go and, you know, transition your way over. It was bad. When you have people that work at Microsoft that work in game division Microsoft and and they're streaming on Twitch, yeah, I know that's you, you <laughs> got you got to look at it from that perspective. When your own team is betting against you, man, that's the way it is. You and like I said, I ninety five, drop that girl off, never see her again at McDonald's, give her five dollars, you did the right thing, and just drive and never come back. You it's know, a good yeah. way to live your life. You have to be free from this. I didn't realize right as you said that I watched the Inside Xbox conference on their Twitch channel. <laughs> that's like the irony. Yeah, of like, well, that's kind of a problem, right? <laughs> well, this, well, this is the thing. Again, it's it's broken promises by the company. Um, you know, we we a lot of us, at least Keith and I, used to do this with uh, with E3. We'd watch the Microsoft conference 
on Mixer because they do, you know, game drops. And yeah, they would give you stuff, and that was it. That you was give the you only reason. It's gone. It's gone. It doesn't ha- that doesn't happen anymore. Whereas at least if you're, I, I know it costs money, but at least if you've got that Amazon Prime, which most people with do, Twi- which, which, which most people do, you get that extra stuff on Twitch. You get that free games. You get that free content. Um, there's there's now games like Borderlands Three on the PC. Oh my god! Thank you. Whereas if you're streaming, you get free loot just by yeah. watching. They give you so much game. shit. They give you the drops. They give you the specials. You, know, you get yeah. a shit ton of games every month. You get a free subscription. And exactly. You know, it's all. It's, it's, I'm telling you now, Keith. Man, you got you got to make this move. You got to make it for yourself. For me, okay. Biden. For you, for you. Be, be, because, like you, like like I already said, you have made yourself the underdog by going with a platform that has no growth anymore, and God, you admit that, it, and, they, and you admit it, and you admitted that yourself. I yeah, did. They have no growth, right? Okay, and now so that you admitted this relationship is working, you have to look inside and, yourself. And, uh, uh, yeah. Look inside yourself. Oh God. Matt, do you Matt love? Do you love her? Another metaphor. No, I hate her. You hate her. You hate her. But you don't want to murder her because it's a crime in America. God, this so is going to get somebody indicted you, you, so bad. I'm not trying to indict anybody. I'm just saying murder is a crime in America. Off. Can we agree to that? Shut up. <laughs> Fucking shut up before you get us all in trouble. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, all right. So uh, like, like, thanks like, for stopping. Like, like, no, 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 no. no before, before we, before oh, we run Lord. into well, it, here's well, <laughs> the big thing. You admitted this yourself. You're asking us because you just want that confirmation. You make kind of do, kind of. You do. know, you know, you're gonna move. You're you're just afraid of losing that 200 plus that you had. Okay, yeah. that's where the trans, that's where the transition idea comes in. You know, give them some time to start moving themselves over the Twitch to go with you. So at least you have some sort of fan base to start off with, and then you can build from there. Okay. You know, we we all we're all on Twitch as well. We can help. You know, you not only got your own channel, you can run the Outer Haven channel at the same time as well. You know, there's more stuff that you can God do through Twitch than you're going to be able to do right. through. You can stop so, buying Burger King. So, 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 Wait, what? <laughs> stop buying Burger King. That's oh, what Mixer God. is. When's the last oh, time Wendy's, I man. went to Burger King? Oh, exactly. Oh, that's, that's Mixer. What's the last time we all thought? No, just leave them. Leave that horrible person behind and never look back. That's what I'm telling you. Why do we Take keep going device? back to like the I don't know. person on the side of the road I, I, metaphor? I, 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 I don't think it's that appropriate. It's right now. Everyone donates to me at my PayPal. I will be $5 to We're done. Thank you, everybody, for stopping by and checking out episode 63 of Spectrum Mode Podcast. Thank you, everybody, YouTube, Stopped Over, BBM productions roby uh colin connor thank you all for stopping by gentlemen please be sure to subscribe to the channel you can check out spectrum podcast audio boom spotify google podcast itunes uh and wherever else great podcasts are also check us out at yadahaven.net and uh go go follow shadow hexer on twitch he botched the ending. <laughs> Yo, maybe he took my advice. Maybe he decided, like, you know, I'm going to I-95 at the McDonald's $20. So you never see you again, Nick, so go home. 
He did the right thing. Thank God. Oh, he's back. Oh, he didn't go my point. He's back. Like, bye. Move it. Oh, you better edit some of this out. You botched it. The thing is, you just, botched, you just botched everything. And the thing is, we don't have control of this. You're the one that controls it. I just think it was going on. <laughs> just live forever. It's, 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 forever. It's, it's a podcast that never ends. Goes all in on my friend. This is the great thing about this service. Check out hey, uh, StreamYard if you want to have an online stream with your friends. Because you can drop and it'll keep going. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh we're rolling the credits and we are uh, now out of here. Later. Bye. <laughs>